0: The following program may contain content of an adult nature. I'm there. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, please pick something more constructive to argue about with your parents. <laughs> the content on this show is intended for adults only and may include descriptions of sexual content, suggestive innuendo, or graphic violence. Of course. For you Generation Z people, we have provided a trigger warning for the following themes. Ready and waiting. Violence, gore, death. Suicide, suggested rape, suggested molestation, self harm, torture, slavery, nudity, sexual content, foul language, drugs and alcohol use, ironic use of racial humor, religious satire, and other mature or sensitive themes or topics. As you wish. Discretion is advised.
1: Acknowledged. Give it to me.
2: Okay. Listener. Whoever you are.
3: We we have have a secret. We have a secret, and we had a guest today, and it was nationally famous Hall of Famer, Brother wheeze And he was kind enough to come in and do an interview. It was a good one, too. But the problem is, is that Matt and Tim think that they're coming in for a Brother wheeze interview. And we've already done it.
4: And they're even dressing up.
3: They've dressed up. They're on their way to the studio
4: as we speak. Tim's already talked him down in his mind. Yeah, Tim's
3: already said, convinced himself what a piece of garbage Brother Wheeze is and how nobody <laughs> listens to the radio anymore. And um, <laughs> Norman and I conducted the interview earlier in the afternoon because uh, Brother Weeze had some sort of engagement and he had to move from the afternoon into the early part of the afternoon. And so we want you to know that in segment three, after the interview is done, Matt and Tim will be finding out that Brother Louise
4: is not here.
3: <laughs> They're gonna be
4: so pissed.
3: There's a possibility, Norma.
4: That they walk out. That
3: they just walk and they just walk and leave the whole damn thing. That would be
4: Matt. You think Matt w- I think Matt'll say that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm here to listen to the effing news and that's it.
3: Matt was texting the group chat, the Brooklyn Radio News uh, group chat. Um, when is he going to be there? Uh, what time? How is he going to be there for the whole show? Should we dress up? Tim's like, we shouldn't look like a bunch of bums. You know, Tim's trying to get all spruced up. And, uh, I think Matt, at least Matt had said that he was going to try to get here early today.
4: They were probably planning on selfies. Oh, they wanted to get a picture with. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, so here's the plan. I happen to know that there's a possibility that we could trigger one of the hosts today if Norma lets it slip that we went to lunch with Brother Weeze today. Which we didn't. We did not go to lunch with Brother Weeze, But it may or may not have been important for one of the hosts to make a personal connection with Brother Weeze. And I specifically told them that that was not appropriate when you have a guest on.
4: And but I'm, I'm known for not being appropriate. So, well, the plan is is that Matt and Tim will get
3: here all hopped up to see Brother Wease, Norma. They've been they've been listening to the to his shows. Um, they've been uh, reading up on. Oh. <laughs> they've been getting. This is the big. This is the big time today. We don't the,
4: even listen to our show.
3: Oh my god! This is the big time. You know, they're finally going to talk to a nas- national radio hall of famer.
4: I bet they've told their friends and they're going to have them listen. <laughs> you know, just so that their friends can hear them talking with Brother Weese. Talking with Brother Weese. <laughs> no, dude, seriously.
3: where hey, are you viewing him? He's, he's he already done, came and went. He's gone. The only thing, the closest they'll ever see, the closest they'll ever get to seeing Brother Weese in the studio is the dust trail he left behind. <laughs> Because he has gone. He was in such a hurry to get out of here that he started scooting up the wrong stairs.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he did. I could. T- he kept saying, you know, it struck me kind of funny. He kept saying, I knew I came down.
3: Yeah. I well, knew. it is confusing if you walk out of the studio and you take a left and you go up the stairs, you figure that you would be on the, the level of the, the floor level that but you walked not. in. No, it takes you to the second floor of the building. Right. Yeah. That that's confusing as hell.
4: We had another guest do that they went up those stairs and they were gone for like five minutes when we i thought... was mo-
3: when i was moving in yeah. i did that to myself yeah so
4: we thought they were gone but then they came back down and we're like what the hell he well, you know, they're, they're down just down here
3: oh yeah and uh well i don't want to spoil the interview so we won't we won't recap the interview because the interview for the listener hasn't happened yet right but i am excited to present the interview
4: and the interview for matt and timmy never will <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. I'm hoping one of them took the day off or the evening off just to get here.
3: Yeah. No, but you know what? I hadn't really thought about it, you know? And I actually was a little bit mad because last week, Matt spilled the beans. And I hadn't said that we were interviewing Weeze yet because I didn't want to jinx myself. Right. You know, because I would have felt really stupid.
4: If he didn't show. Right.
3: Like, you knew that Brother Weeze was coming. Right. But I intentionally didn't tell all kinds of people because I didn't want to... I didn't want to look like a fool if something had happened or, you know. Right. God forbid he got cancer again or something. Yeah.
4: Well, now they're <laughs> going to look like the fool. Fools. And you know, the funny part is, Brad, you and I have talked about it. We know they're going to be at least 15 minutes early. Yeah. And those two walk in just under the wire. Maybe. Yeah, maybe.
3: Matt is Matt is totally okay walking in at 6.01. Yes. And the funny thing is, is that I've said this before. Tim's driving quite a bit to get here.
4: Yeah, so am I.
3: And you are, too. But Matt lives the next exit down from the studio. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's around the... I think he gets off of work what an hour or s- uh, two, right, hours, 2 hours 2 before- hours getting
4: off of work and i'm sure that no Herman-
3: no 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 he matt is getting off of work well in time to be here early if he so chooses well
4: you know they're texting each Cho, other now excuse me probably coordinating out. oh yeah
3: th- well no no what they're they're commiserating on like i bet you brads not even going to let us talk you know, yeah, because because yeah. uh, so you know Brad's going to try and monopolize all the time. So make sure you do this and make sure you do that. And, and
4: can you believe Norm is going to be? There? Yeah, and don't let
3: don't let Brad pick on me because he tends to pick on me like I'm the asshole. Yeah, yeah,
4: yep. going to be no weeks. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, yeah, and if he sticks around for the freaking news,
3: <laughs> yeah, don't don't whatever you do, don't let don't let Brad do the news tonight. Just just. <laughs> Just don't let him do the news segment because Brother Weeze isn't gonna give a crap about doing the news with us idiots.
4: And can you believe Brad told me it's inappropriate to ask him out for drinks?
3: No, Norma. Come on, Norma. What? Well, all right, yes. I did tell somebody. We're not gonna say who.
4: Oh, yeah, we I did
3: tell that. somebody what the what the general rules are about playing it cool when you have a guest. You know? And so I was like, No, we're not going to ask them out. Not going to ask to go out with them after the
4: freaking interview, dude. Are you out of your mind? (laughs) After they're doing us a favor. Yeah, dude. Hey, you want to go hang out? (laughs) We're buds now. By the
3: way, we just spent an hour getting to know each other. Right. We just did hang out.
4: Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, well, you know what? And, well, I can't say that, I guess, because the interview's coming.
3: Yeah, the interview hasn't, the listener has not heard the interview. Yeah. but. I know this is I know that we're spending some time about how funny it will be than Matt and Tim are here. But trust us. But yeah, the thing is that the interview is fun and I think it's worth a good listen. It's it's a different interview than if you if you go and Google an interview with Brother Weeze. I think you're going to hear some stuff that's uh different than um your typical question and answer session with Brother Weeze. So, I think that'll be exciting, but what's also exciting is you the listener knowing <laughs> <laughs> that Matt and Tim are on their way right now to be here for the interview that has already happened.
4: You know this would couldn't have worked out more perfectly. Why is that? For a bit, yeah. With Matt and Tim, you know, they just right. got all the glory with their anniversary and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know all that, all that. Look at me, look at me. Well, you
3: know what? You know, you heard Tim say last week. They're like, you know, Timmy said something to the effect of, and Matt backed him up. He said, you know why Brad's spending all this money on us?
4: Uh-huh.
3: He said, because he knows that the show wouldn't be funny without us.
4: Right, right. Oh, but it was funnier than crazy. <laughs> <You> well <know>? wh- <laughs> It was funny without him, Brad. But
3: what I'm saying is, they <laughs> <laughs> they are so excited to come up here and show off for Brother Weeze and what a how what fantastic co-hosts they
4: are. Now that brings up a question, though.
3: Why are you talk? You don't have to whisper anymore. That
4: brings up a question. Do you think they're gonna, do you think they're gonna downplay the interview just because they weren't there?
3: Oh, like how long it takes for them? I didn't want to talk to him anyways. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, who are you who are you putting your money on?
4: I think Matt will want to
3: leave. You think Matt's going to want to leave?
4: Think Matt's going to want to walk out. All
3: right. So how long do we give Matt? Now I definitely think that Matt's going to threaten to walk out.
4: I think he threatens within the first five minutes because he's what he's going to do is he's going to call your bluff.
3: Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying is originally they're not going to they're not going to believe me. Right. They're not going to believe when I tell them that they've already missed. Brother right. They're going to think that's part of a bit. Then the next thing is they're going to think that Brother Weeze was never coming. That would be funny. <laughs> then they're going to realize that Brother Weeze. That I'm telling the truth and that Brother Weeze has been here and we have done the interview. And that's where I think it gets interesting. Because then, like, who's going to be mad? Who's going to think it's funny?
4: Then they're going to genuinely. Yeah. Then that's when we'll see their actual genuine reaction. Right. Right.
3: So the question is, you said that you're thinking that one of them will start going, ah, they'll start ragging on the the idea itself the actual interview yeah yeah, i didn't want to talk to an old radio disc jockey for an hour anyways
4: or you know i know i'm taking that one step further i'm saying that what they're going to say is you know i don't know the interview seemed kind of boring and you know there wasn't a whole lot of interaction and you know kind of like we they would have done it it would have been better if they had been in on it
3: yeah but they haven't heard it
4: Oh yeah, so that would be, <laughs> they can't review see, an that interview be, that's, yeah. that they haven't heard. <laughs> so that would come up next week, maybe. <laughs>
3: well, yeah. Thanks for that input, Norma. Whatever you. <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna. Or, or you know what? Now you could be onto something though, because I can see one of them being like, "Well, I bet." You, well, who wants to listen to just Brad talk to some right r- old radio disc jockey? Would you ask him freaking questions and then he answered them and I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> kind
4: of like an interview. Kind of
3: like an interview. Yeah. Yeah. So you think that somebody, they're going to, that would make more sense.
4: Yeah. And like I said to you earlier, I think what would be really funny is if one of them had specifically taken time off to come in see i think you're mean-spirited
3: i, I i'm I mean, actually gonna feel bad if oh, that's what I happened would,
4: i would not feel bad it'll you, still you know it'll still be you,
3: funny but you, i will feel bad about it
4: yeah but it had nothing to do with you you couldn't you know you i had no in, in the,
3: yeah i in this particular case i had no options so i want, i want the listener of course to you could have told them i want yeah i know but once i realized that this is <laughs> <laughs>
4: so so who's
3: mean-spirited brad i want the listener to know that that it was not me that rescheduled that caused matt and tim to miss the interview but since they are gonna miss the interview it would be funny if they (laughs) if they didn't know about it
5: (laughs) long ago there was a great cosmic council that bestowed gifts of frivolity to the mortal realm among them was a wise celestial bard for he was the spring from which the very essence of human expression flowed. The Celestial Bard would travel across the cosmos, watering the fields of creation with joy, knowledge, and inspiration. Yet, the Celestial Bard yearned for a more perfect form of entertainment that could reach the hearts and minds of mortals abroad. A bard happened upon a place where time intersected with culture known as the 90s. It's the 90s,
2: it's hammer time!
5: It was in this realm the celestial bard discovered a curious phenomenon, a gleeful young man. Oh, yeah. He was instantly fascinated by the raw power of spoken words the ability of the young man to engage listeners and spark passion amongst those that heard this orator speak.
3: (laughs) Oh my god! That is the most vile thing that anyone's ever said.
5: The Celestial Bard saw the potential to create a platform where these stories could resonate with mortals by the great power of the internet. So the young man was chosen to proclaim these words among his people. Um by establishing a website. It was this humble, simple man who crafted a magnificent studio. Adorned with cheap microphones and huge sound mixers, he named this place Browncroft Boulevard, a sacred space where the spirits of conversation and ignorance converged. The young man and his chosen speakers would gather to broadcast their tales, discussions, and whimsy to the mortal world. These radiant speakers came from diverse backgrounds, each with their own unique perspectives and experiences. Gifted by the bard himself they were bestowed with special abilities. Oh, he just sniffed the seat. I don't 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 know about that.
6: (laughs) We're all evacuating the studio.
5: Thus, Broken Link Radio records an epic journey where listeners are transported inside empty heads, engaged in nonsensical debates, and touched by stories about errant discharges. The radiant speaker's words resonated deeply within the hearts of their audience, stirring emotions, sparking curiosity, and burning eternal bridges. Now you know why everyone at 1180 wanted him to go away. The spirit of the 90s infused these speakers, reflecting the passion, energy, and unfiltered expression that characterized the hot talk radio format of a long-lost day on. It was the spirit that radiated a sense of authenticity and a rebellion against conformity. A spirit that captured the essence of a time that embraced individuality, Free thought and the pursuit of absolutely nothing. Now these radiant speakers embrace the freedom to discuss controversial topics, challenge societal norms, and engage in pointless debates. But
7: plain, dude, plain, don't drink it.
5: The echoing Nexus became a beacon of enlightenment, bridging the mortal realm with the cosmic wonders of Broken Link Radio. A sanctuary for seekers of truth. A refuge for the angry.
3: Here's the problem with faggots like you.
5: A community of those passionate about bodily functions.
3: So you don't get like schmegma and stuff.
5: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> A great expanse of stupidity.
8: It was all CGI and just like crappy mechanics back then. Crappy mechanics? What do you mean? I don't
5: know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So shall the word of the program's transformative power spread far and wide, reaching even the ears of the hot talk radio gods themselves, and shall forevermore echo through the ages. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm Shirley! For all you good, moral, Christian people who are complaining that breasts and vaginas are obscene. Hey, don't complain to me. Complain to the manufacturer. Okay? And although Jesus told us not to judge, I know you're going to judge anyway. So judge sanely. Judge with your eyes open. What do you consider obscene? Is this
3: obscene to you?
5: You're listening to Broken Link Radio. You're beginning to get on my nerves. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Stomach batteries to power. Reminds of speed. Here, ready to move Come on out, you
2: rapist! Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, five,
5: five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two,
0: two, one. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful,
1: and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. Get the hell out of here, this is the best we can do, folks. This is what we
5: have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best,
4: sir. Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four letter wording, hoodlum Oreo
3: And We've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them.
0: I have taken drugs before and- and uh, I had a real good
5: time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off. Thank you. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
1: And broadcast
5: school has really paid off.
4: <laughs> you fool. Weave your pride back.
5: You must learn what you have learned. Do or do not.
2: Don't try, don't try,
3: don't try, don't try. Moderately, moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Um, It's just me right now. And I am going to play a tape of a pre-recorded interview that I did with Brother Wheeze. The interview is going to go over the course of two segments, and uh, I'm presuming you've already heard the cold open. Matt and Timmy are furiously on the way to the studio right now, hoping to be in time to meet the great National Radio Hall of Famer, Brother Wheeze. But unfortunately for them, he's not here. He is already gone. He is probably in bed at this point, and it's all over. Um, so I'm going to get to that as soon as this music is done fading out. You enjoy me and Norma hanging out for about an hour with Brother Louise, talking about the radio business, talking about Vietnam War, talking a little bit about politics, and uh, some drama. Well, this is um, very exciting for me because I have a... A childhood hero right. in the in the studio uh, with me today. Uh, he's the host on uh, Radio ninety five one, the Wee Show, Brother Wee. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. I'm sitting here in your fancy studio, and the first thing I see is your gay notebook. <laughs> it's got a
3: gay notebook. I bought I bought that notebook uh, for Pride Month uh, recently. I, uh, I, I it, it's kind of funny to have a notebook that just says this notebook is gay. That's where I write down ideas and, you know, are you gay? No, not at all. You just got gay notebook. Hey, you got a gay notebook. I, I mean, it, I look at that and I go, okay, you know, that might, somebody might feel good that I have that. And also I find it funny.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you want to let the gay guys know when they come in, or girls that you're on their team. Yeah, sure. Yeah, as I've, I am,
3: I have a, uh, I have a few non binary friends, and I have a transsexual. Uh, well, you got the way you got non binary,
1: <laughs> non binary. That's right. You got non binary. Those are people that aren't either.
3: Right, right. They they wouldn't they wouldn't pigeonhole. They'll use the pronoun they or and it, it gets it gets complicated because i was born in the 80s so i'm still adjusting and learning and trying to be my do my best to be as graceful as possible you know
1: but i want to know about your non-binary friends
3: well see that's the thing is that um I, i sort of what you're saying is that as i am learning i sometimes step on my own member you know what i'm saying and and uh and so it'll get really awkward where I accidentally misgender someone or, or I might ask a question. I've actually asked people questions before and they've become, they, they, that person got offended because they're like, it's not my job to educate you. And I'm like, okay, sorry for
1: asking. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I am a huge liberal, right? but the woke, and and I'm of course side with woke people, mm-hmm. but the woke. Is going so, by the way, can you swear? Eh,
3: whatever, I'll, I'll edit it out. The woke
1: is so insane, you know. And I have many, many, many friends in the comedy business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had in my studio Jerry Seinfeld, Adam Sandler, Jay Leno, the list is on forever because this is years ago. Right. And the woke situation, <clears throat> you know, these that want to say they're offended right. when you ask a question. I tell them to kiss my ass sure. and let's discuss. Yeah, let's talk words. Right. You know, don't give me this offended.
3: Yeah,
1: shit. I say some things on the radio so benign, mm-hmm. and two of the broads on the show with me tell me you can't say that, <laughs> and I'm going. You got to stop that. For instance, uh-huh. Indian. Yeah, I can't say Indian. Yeah, I yeah. midget. I, I look. These are words that we used in our lives for decades and decades and decades. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stop because some asshole says they're (laughs) offended. They should. Why would they be offended? Yeah. It words that have been, they all have some sort of meaning and they are not derogatory or nasty. Right. Right. Um, yeah,
3: it it can be, it, that it's interesting. You brought that up because there was something that I was going to go somewhere else with, but, um, you know, when I was growing up, um, your show and I, norma i don't remember if you remember this i don't remember if this was you or somebody else but i remember <laughs> that somebody had called into the bus garage that the fairport uh bus system and they complained that one of the drivers was listening to your show right. yeah I, I, remember I remember that so was yeah. that you or was that somebody you knew
4: it wasn't me that called in yeah, I do, it, was <laughs> it was somebody
3: i knew so so you you were like you know we don't don't talk The kids can't be exposed to Brother Weeze, right? And I don't. I wouldn't say that your show then or now is necessarily directed towards children in the first
1: place. It's not, and and that's just the point. I mean, first of all, uh, I don't believe anything. I don't know how young the kids were on said school bus. Mm -hmm. If they were too young, then I would be embarrassed. We talk. We talked a lot of sexual, dirty stuff. Sure, yeah. And I had Sam. I had really wacky guests right back in the day mm-hmm. so i can understand that but um i gotta tell you something you'll get a laugh from maybe my daughter graduated from brockport state college out there right and she took broadcasting and her teacher her professor mm-hmm. said that brother Weeze was sexist <laughs> with her in the yeah. with her in there right but and she didn't know that that was my daughter uh-huh. And my daughter never said anything. And that pissed me off. Yeah. Because I am the farthest from sexist. I am once again closer to woke right. when it comes to equal rights and female rights. Mm-hmm. But I say words like that broad. Yeah. But so yeah. did Frank Sinatra forever. Right. No one gave a damn. And I say it in a loving way. Right.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I often sometimes. Often? Sometimes? Sometimes I will be corrected when I call someone affectionately dude. Oh my God! I'm not a dude. I'm not a dude. You know. (laughs) Oh geez. You know, and it's like every if I that is a term of endearment and affection for me, and as someone who grew up through the 80s and into the 90s, like, uh, uh, geez, you know, I'm sorry that we, you know, I can't call you like, you know, I I intentionally am calling you dude because dude is like my group, you know. Um,
1: You you got weird friends.
3: (laughs) Well, no, I mean it's not something that I run into a lot. I, I did the generation. I did restaurants for 20 years. And so and What'd so, you do? I was a director of operations for a Wendy's franchisee and a couple other couple other different places. But I I worked in restaurants. You know, started. I started in uh, Wendy's in Parrington um, at seventeen, and I just worked my way up until and I just didn't stop for and like you twenty always years.
1: Work for chain restaurants always?
3: No, I've worked for a few independent operators. I I helped start a restaurant in Arizona. Wow. Um, yeah. I can cook my ass off. He's but
4: impressive, uh, isn't he? <laughs> You have uh, to say
3: yes because it's because I'm her son.
1: He's impressive. <laughs> yes, he's impressive. So you guys live out here in Penfield.
3: Uh, I live in Gananda. Norma's way out in, uh, in
4: too. We have a home in Walworth, but we're actually we camp during the summer right down the road from you. We're in Lions, and then we are You're in Miami. N- no Lions, Lions, oh, New Lions, York, Lions,
1: Ly- Lions.
4: And then we go to Florida for the for the winter. Where do you go? We're about a half hour south of Ocala, and then we're probably about 45 minutes north of Tampa. We're in Bush now.
1: I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I love, I have a home in Fort Lauderdale on the ocean. I love it there so much. Yeah.
4: Everybody's happy down there.
1: Yeah, with all the bad words about Florida. Yeah. All <laughs> the bad Florida <laughs> s- Yeah. I do, I do wear Mickey Mouse clothing, and that, when people say, what are you doing wearing Mickey? I go... This is my anti DeSantis shirt. <laughs> Anything I can do to f- over DeSantis, I take a shot. <laughs> yeah.
3: He I I just it's been coming out lately that he's starting to run out of money. Like he's having financial troubles with his uh campaign yeah, see, management. Well,
1: he, he, He's spending a fortune. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's working on it. So when when I um when I wanted to get ready and do do our sit down justice, one difficulty I ran into was that a lot of times if you look up Brother Weeze either through Google or you you know you find audio, you find audio YouTube it just try to, try to find archive material, it always starts of it uh, doesn't always but it often will start with well Brother Weeze went to Vietnam he then he came back and I was like, well, Vietnam seems like kind of a big deal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it seems like and so then I did some deep diving and um, WXXI had done a thing where they had you read your letters from Vietnam to that you had written to your family. Um I remember. Yeah, and so um, you you hear someone who is regionally famous like you are and I've even heard people say this, well, Weez went to Vietnam, but, you know, he didn't really go to Vietnam, right? And it's like, and so, and so, and and that's, that's the cynical side of me, too. And I'm like, well, I I don't know what, you know, then people would press me. And, well, I don't know what Weez did in Vietnam, but then I heard some of those letters that you read to your family, and I'm just well, like. Well, let
1: me interrupt you, because it sure. angers me. Can you imagine? right being a legitimate combat veteran mm-hmm. and because you were on the radio and you do the mm-hmm. people have to take a shot right let yep. me tell you some you can ask any listener of mine mm-hmm. about my Vietnam tapes mm-hmm. forget about the letters okay I have tapes that I play every uh Veterans Day okay and it was a miracle that I have these tapes mm-hmm. because they're unbelievable right I played these tapes on the air right in front of Bob Lonsbury, mm-hmm. who gets chills. Right, These are tapes that we made because my buddies in Rochester sent me, in the jungle, a little tape player, like the kind, you're too young to know, but she might, there used to be a TV show, now a movie, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the beginning, they have a little tape.
3: Yeah, microtapes.
1: Well, that's what they sent me. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're microtapes. It's a little battery operated. Oh, okay. Open reel, about this oh, big. Oh, so yeah. even
3: smaller than well, like the little no, answer machine bigger, tapes. Bigger, okay, bigger. gotcha. Bigger,
1: but it's still small. Okay. So I got the the, the helicopter brings it out, mm-hmm. and me and a bunch of my buddies made some tapes mm-hmm. one night in a bunker when we were in a forward base. Mm-hmm. And sent them to my buddies and right. that, I threw the machine away. Mm-hmm. I can't hump around a machine. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have those tapes and I play them on the radio, right? what happened was one of the guys that I sent them to mm-hmm. probably 30 years later mm-hmm. had them and put them on a CD and I have them. Wow. So I play them mm-hmm. on the radio. Mm-hmm. Those are something you never hear anywhere. Right, right. And if I didn't have those tapes, mm-hmm. there's tons of people that would say, I didn't do anything in Vietnam. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why do they say that? Why do you think they say that?
3: Well, the assumption is that you're famous and so whatever you did, it must have been cushy enough for you to be come back and be successful.
1: Well, none, none of that is true. Sure. And it's I have proof. Right. And if it angers me, that I have to have that proof. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something else because I get so pissed (laughs) off. (laughs) I
3: got them all fired up.
1: I went on an honor flight Mm -hmm. uh, just for uh, Vietnam veterans. Right. I really never wanted to go, but the people who run it wanted me to go. Right. And I went, and you have to have a chaperone, Mm -hmm. and you're not allowed to bring your wife. You can check that out. Funny, I was just talking to someone involved. So, why can't you bring your wife? And they had a good answer. They said, because most of these veterans of your era are in their 70s, mm-hmm. and so are their wives. So, we figured you might need someone else. And as it turns out, most of them bring kids. Mm hmm. There, but I brought Nick Stefanovic. You okay. can look him up. Okay, he's a and he's a Iraq war veteran, combat veteran, mm-hmm. and he runs veteran services here. Yeah. So me and Nick are on the bus after we landed in Washington, mm-hmm. and somebody on the bus read off names of the people on the bus mm-hmm. and told what they did. No oh, man, I was the only guy in combat on the whole bus. Oh, wow. Yeah. The only guy. Nick yeah. will tell you. Sure. This is, and it's amazing when people want to, how pissed off can you be yeah. when people want to take a shot? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's just really angry. Well, thank
4: you for your service. Oh, I hate that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I appreciate do. it. Why and do know you hate what, that?
1: You know what's funny about that? Just yesterday uh, on YouTube, I saw a clip of a curb, your enthusiasm. Uh-huh. My favorite show ever on TV?
3: I tried to force it down her throat. She only watched the Seinfeld Reunions episodes, and she was (laughs) mostly asleep when I was trying to show her.
1: Did you watch much of Curb?
3: I I did watch the Seinfeld. It's one of those things that I'll catch, but I'm familiar with the show. I
1: I understand. Well, to me, it's the greatest show ever. Yeah. But this particular episode, Larry and the whole crew were Mm -hmm. over at uh, Jeff's house, Mm -hmm. and this couple came in, and the guy was a veteran. Right. So everybody said, oh, so thank you for your service. Next couple. Thank you for your service. And they got to Larry, and they were introducing him. Right. And Larry, you could look this piece up, by the way, and Larry just says, nice to meet you. And everyone gets mad at Larry. Mm-hmm. Larry <laughs> says, Jesus Christ. Everybody else, I want you thank and I just have the weirdest veteran rap. My rap can get me killed mm-hmm. about veterans. Right. Because I'm the anti-veteran veteran. Sure. Because veterans, and stop me when I'm lying, and if you ever get okay, anybody make, tell you that what I'm going to tell you now isn't true. Mm-hmm. A, um, there, you know, I'm, there are eight people in the military for every one in combat mm-hmm. right. as a support. Yep. They have to have cooks. They yeah. have to have clerks. They have to have truck drivers. Every job in civilian life is represented yep. in the military. Mm-hmm. When you get out of, I tried to get both my sons in the military, even though I'm anti-war. Right. But the military, if, you get, if you're 17 or 18 and you get out of high school mm-hmm. and you're not going to go to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or mm-hmm. any kind of professional— you can't get a better job in a million years. The military will teach you. They will send you on yeah. the road. You get all your food. You get all your medical. It's socialism at the top of the grid. <laughs> Do you disagree? Uh, no, not at all. Because I would no, love to hear
3: it. No, no. We, sp- we spend a lot of money in making sure the military has everything, everything. they need and more.
1: Yeah. Um, and, oh, I'll go ahead. Well, I wanna, uh, so, and not only that, here's the part that will really piss people off. In Vietnam, I guarantee you, Mm -hmm. if there were honest Vietnam veterans, there are guys that were in Vietnam that had the best time of their lives. And I am 1 million percent positive. I saw them because I went three times. Yeah. So I was only in combat the first tour. The first time, yeah. Second tour, I was in a, in a uh, in an honor guard company mm-hmm. in Saigon. Yeah. Then then they moved up to Long Bend. What a life! Yeah, you did. banging broads in <laughs> Saigon. <laughs> you told me a uh, or you didn't tell me. You you
3: told a story about how you remember being in the helicopter and being kicked out of the helicopter, and then you made it your aspiration you to be the guy who kicks the guy out of the helicopter. And I did. <laughs>
1: And I did, yeah. Become that guy.
3: I became fascinated with your Vietnam service because, like I said, a lot of times your biography just kind of starts with you coming back from Vietnam. And I remember one time uh, Opie mentioned that you went to you had three tours and duty in Vietnam, and I was like, okay, that sounds right. And then he said he says something, he kind of pumps it up, and he goes, because he liked it. And I was like, what does that mean? You know? So I was like, I need to hear that
1: part of the story. Well, here's the deal. Once you're in combat in Vietnam, at least Mm -hmm. that's only my experience, right? Nothing else could be worse, yeah. I mean, I'm talking swamps, jungle, leeches, bugs that'll carry away, and people trying to kill you, yeah. There's so many stories. So, my second two tours. I had a barracks. I had a bed. I had a mess hall. I had a, a club where we went and drank at night. Yeah, I could go to town and get pussy. We had <laughs> marijuana everywhere. Right, it was fun. And I' telling you that me and Andre, the guy, I did all three tours with. Mm-hmm. I met him there, but I didn't didn't go with him, Yeah, but then we went the back ne- together. We did. We, we, when we went back. We we had the game down. Yeah. And I'm telling you sincerely, mm-hmm. I went back and I thought I might be saving someone's life. Yeah. That I thought if there was a finite number, <clears throat> I'm taking that spot. Yeah. Maybe that's some guy that doesn't have to go. And we, me and Andre, mm-hmm. we we knew the game.
3: The contrast between your first tour and your subsequent tours, uh, Norma, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, Brother Louise is writing a letter um uh, back to his family and it it's goes I'm paraphrasing but there's a line that's like we're surrounded and pinned down by VC but don't worry mom <laughs> you guys carry on it's like the, the, just two very your combat experience was so um is so dramatic like you're saying there doesn't get it doesn't get worse than that ever right
1: I remember you know, there was so much bad stuff but I remember one time that they have what they call elephant grass and were yeah I remember one time during the monsoon season by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. That's when it's pouring and cold. Yeah. Even though you're in we were in the northern islands. Mm-hmm. We used to sleep like three guys cuddling. Yeah. Could get heat. Mm-hmm. And of course we had to sleep only 2 hours at a time. Yeah. At night. But I remember one time we were in the grass and we were laughing and carrying on. <laughs> And we would do that line. You got to laugh to keep from crying. Right. So miserable. You could laugh at anything. Mm -hmm. You know, even in the jungle, we had fun. Right. Laughed. I mean, you're going to die the next minute. What do you you do? I remember when I came home and people used to tell me, oh, my God, wheeze. I could never do that. And I know because I'm a pussy Jew. (laughs) I'm a Jew boy from Rochester, New York. And I never. And if I could do it, I. They put you in that situation, mm-hmm. and human beings can adapt to anything. Yeah, yeah. And That's I learned that because anybody. Got, I was worrying when I first went there. By the way, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't know how to take a. Shit, I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never took a anywhere but on a nice toilet in <laughs> my house. Now I'm. Not in the woods. <laughs> yeah,
3: I've uh yeah, I can relate not to that degree, but I've definitely had to, uh I remember I had a job and it was in the middle of the woods. I lived outdoors for three years as a master counselor. For three years? Yeah, I worked with adolescent uh juvenile delinquents like in the woods. Gee, down look at, at this dude.
4: Yeah, I told you <laughs> he's impressive. Good stuff. Now I, I'll ask you again. He's impressive, right, Weeze? Pardon me? He's impressive. Yes. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I yes. All right. Very. right.
3: So, so but here's the uh, not the same Don't get me wrong But like Even this Go But the 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 freaking latrine Right The yeah, just yeah, the, yeah. the outhouse yeah, That yeah. is yeah. a latrine yeah. And you're just like I will never be able yeah. to <laughs> I will never And I went Months I, It's not Not that I never went But there was like a, you know, There was a mess hall That we would go up to For the afternoon Or whatever And I usually Could make it But man I remember going I will never Be able to poop In that thing Because I mean When it would get Humid and hot Leeches would crawl uh. up Through the latrine <laughs> (laughs) You you know, you never know what's going to happen. So one day I finally broke down. I was like, I, I, I finally broke down. And once I sat down and sat in the latrine, you know, and then, uh, then a couple months later, uh, we're doing a, we're doing a mountain trip and that's where you're digging your own hole, you know? So
1: how'd you get these gigs?
3: Uh, I'm a loser and I'm a, I just, no. I just uh, you know you just sort of fail your way through life and pretend like it happened otherwise right well, I um,
1: think that's pretty admirable all that stuff
3: um, so yeah I I, I liked I like that job but uh, so what my point was though once you cross that threshold of like like you're saying I don't think I'll ever be able to poop out and not on a toilet you're like well you know, cuz Norma has a, the same kind of phobia where she doesn't like using a restroom outside of like
1: Well, and, I know. think a lot of people uh, do. Yeah, We're right. All, and, We're all spoiled.
5: Yeah. Yes.
3: But I'm telling you, I came when I moved back to New York, man, I I've literally <laughs> a hole. I don't care. Yeah, you know. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about um is that uh, you did an interview on the No Nonsense Roundtable. Um and so I would refer anyone who's listening to this to find that on YouTube. Well, that'll cover a lot of like fine point biographical stuff um, in regards to your your life and career. I, I wanted to ask you specifically about um, your biography sort of skips over Vietnam we covered that and then you spend some time as uh, promoting gigs <laughs> right here in Rochester um, and that gets you hooked up into radio. Um right. somebody just asked you to do an, like well, I think you said a 2 a.m. to six. Was yeah, it a two, two to, a six? to six? Oh my god. Um and so uh they got they got you somebody to run the to run the board and uh, and so you just sort of grew from there. Um one thing that's really interesting about your radio career is your hand in developing and and, and sort of moving people on in radio. Um, you know, there's people. There's people on different radio stations in in Rochester here.
1: Uh, I just had lunch with one. Yeah, there's different different stations.
3: There's different people uh, in throughout the country that right. have radio careers that spent time, sort of, if you'll pardon the metaphor, like under your wing. Right. Um, you know, and then uh, obviously the most famous one would have been Opie from right. Opie and Anthony. Um, you ended up on their station in WNEW uh, at a certain point on the weekends. Right. Um, so that was really, that's really interesting to me because that's when I came back to listening to, to you, because now I'm, a, I'm older, I'm a teenager and I can sort of make my own decisions about what I'm, what I'm listening to on the radio. Well, let's hope so. so I would listen to, I would listen to WHDK all day. I would listen to Don and Mike, Imus and, you know, and then, uh, and so, Don and Mike get into this feud with Opie and Anthony, right. and then I'm introduced to Opie and Anthony, and then I'm like, and then there I find out that they're buddies with you, and now I'm back to listening to Brother Weeze, and now I'm just all over the place, right? Um, as things moved on with with them, um, what's that like? Because you spent a lot of time sort of hitched. I mean, you you've got your you've got your tentacles all over the place in radio, but like you've got this famous duo. And they sort of split up, right, over whatever. And things are kind of copacetic for a little while. And then they're going back and forth with each other. Is that kind of like watching your kids fight or is that?
1: (laughs) No, because my kid is Opie,
3: just Opie. Sure. Okay. And
1: I'll be completely honest with you and tell you the real deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, Opie, you know, he's doing a podcast like you are right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And uh, they made a ton of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And Opie's still doing this podcast. Right. And Anthony also just does a podcast. Yeah. But Anthony was a right-wing nut. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, if you're not, I mean, he did some stuff that some people didn't like. Right. Including Opie. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's an irreparable situation. Right, right. For a long time. You never know at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have to be careful what I say. No, yeah, radio. and it's,
3: I'm not trying to get you either. I'm just, yeah, uh, like so. I think of it, it. You tell me if I'm wrong. What I think of it is like, you know, maybe maybe I have a friend, a good friend, we'll just say, and then you know, as as like you said, as the parent in this comparison, even if it is just Opie, Opie having those kind of relationship struggles and that sort of like dramatic public back and forth can be can be hard on people that are close to that person. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can see where in a situation like yours, Opie's having all this trouble with Anthony. Anthony's having all this trouble with Opie. Did that bother you as somebody who is close to Opie?
1: Well, it was a strange thing to watch. Sure. uh, Because they had such a phenomenal piece there in New York City. Right. Especially when they were on terrestrial and... Satellite.
3: Yeah, that was fascinating. And
1: they actually broadcast walking from one studio to another. Yeah. What could be more fun? They would go into a like a Starbucks. Yeah. With the microphones <laughs> wow. and f- I mean, this is a dream. They would many- have this.
3: Norma, they would have the satellite equipment to do the radio show, like yeah. all this crap in a in a shopping cart as wow. they walked down New York City to go to know- the
1: they had Rich Voss, and they always—and I'll tell you something. There was a point in their career when they wouldn't do comedians, and I had to beat up Opie. Yeah. Off Opie, What are you talking? And then they ended up, you mm-hmm. know, with closest friends with a lot of major comedians. But, uh, you know, I feel bad— with what happened, but mm-hmm. that happened and that's over. Yeah, I,
3: I, don't get me wrong. I'm of no team or anything like that. I just I was wondering how or if at all that affected you or how you didn't
4: affect me at all. Sure, yeah.
1: To worry about opie. Yeah, I mean but opie's yeah. still kicking. So what am I going to do? And yeah.
4: what a loss for the community that they would lose such a good, you know show like that with the two of them but I would imagine that you would have a struggle when you've got somebody so far one way and somebody so far the other way it'd be a hard balance to
1: that's what happened
3: um walk. the reason I brought up that sort of era though was uh in comparison to radio now and radio then and I I'm speaking out of ignorance so I'm just trying to wrap my head around it for I get the impression that radio then was very book to book you know, you mentioned one time that Howard Stern beat you one time by a tenth of a rating point, That's right? right. And, uh, and and so you killed him in Rochester. It all, and very few people can ever say that. You're in a different stage of your career now, and and rate. You know, your company, I heard, Media, owns a gazillion, trillion, billion, billion. It's the biggest ra- company in the world. Yeah, and so like, how how does that change the way you're evaluated, or even some of your colleagues are evaluated when? Um, you know whether whether you're the number one radio show, morning radio show in Rochester, or someone else is, we own them either way. So, like, how does that? Is there a difference between then and now when it comes to your books and the 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 external pressure on well, what you do?
1: There's a humongous difference between then and now. Okay, and I can't tell you until I'm done <laughs> because I can't. Because, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but I. Uh, When I'm done, call me back. I'll tell you all kinds. Okay. About radio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you. No,
3: I understand that. I was just, like I said, I was just, I remember the talk then being like, you know, there, I know of some shows that they got a book and they, they didn't show enough growth or improvement in that one book. Right. And they were done. Right. I don't. In in out of my ignorance, I'm trying to like. Does that even happen anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if the show sucks, the show sucks. But um, I was just wondering if there's a difference. If you can't speak on it, that's okay. No, no, I, no, I mean,
1: there's people losing gigs all over the country. Yeah, century.
3: yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, the whole funny thing that I have to be careful. Yeah. is I think about it often, and I was thinking about it today. Management is not necessarily geniuses. Sure. You know, I get sometimes I get so angry when somebody in position where I work tells my little producer, Broad, some stuff. And I right. go, you know, these motherfuckers, <laughs> if they could do it, they'd be doing it. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Let me at least, let me at least, with my g- lucky career, mm-hmm. be the guy to run this show. Sure, right? yeah. Don't tell me some shit from when you've never even done it. Right. But somehow you know what people want to hear. Yeah. I yeah. get angry like crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I understand, right. That's why there's a lot of people who do podcasts because they don't want to have that. Sure. To answer that. Like you well, said, you got to make money. Well,
1: there's reasons than
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard a story um, from uh, one of your colleagues now, th- whatever I relate to is already out on a podcast. So, say again. I heard a story. Yeah, I heard that part. Um, <laughs> uh, but whatever I whatever I'm about to say is something that that this person's already put out on a on their own podcast. Sure. Um, the the complicated part is that he, I believe he still works there at iHeart. His name is Mark Myra.
1: Oh, um, well, Mark, that kid. Yeah. He just got rehired. And he's yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of f-ing story could he tell? He never <laughs> worked with
3: me. Okay. Uh, never worked with me okay i understand um he uh he <laughs> Glad <I> can't wait <laughs> he uh he told a story that uh you got ambushed with the introduction of kimberly and beck and you didn't know about oh, yeah, it
1: yeah 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 you, and you went
3: and you mf'd everybody from everyone like you just threw a fit and yelled at the general manager program director et cetera. he et cetera. said you just threw a temper tantrum you you fool you just mf'd everybody not true. Okay, not true.
1: All Completely right. not true. So, so. No, the only part that was true, mm-hmm. what you just said, yeah. was I got ambushed. Yes. But I didn't MF a goddamn person. <laughs> the only thing that happened was they brought him into the studio yeah. for the big announcement, mm-hmm. my studio. Right. And I, I had uh, heard recently mm-hmm. at that time. Right, that Kimberly had said on the radio at the other station right. that I stole from my charity.
3: Uh, oh, I didn't know that was the thing they said. Wow.
1: wow. Uh, so I, I'm i not letting this shit go. Yeah. So you, I, you know, the, wait till I get this Mark i Mara. <laughs> I'm, now you just got I'm going to motherfucker that kid. Because if you heard that like you said it, he's full of shit doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, I did say to the chick in the studio, you said that I stole from my charity. You want to tell me about that? Yeah. Because never a penny. My charity, Wees Cares for Children, Mm -hmm. Uh, every penny that comes in goes to children. Right. Every penny. Right. And if you want to show some evidence that we ever took a penny, bring that up, sure, bitch. sure, because yeah. they're real, how could you? And she denied she ever said it. Oh wow! So where do I go from there? Okay, I can't go. You know, I and I was told by numbers of people, mm. but once she denies it, what would you do? What am I going to do?
3: Well, see, I have a bad habit of just saying you're a liar.
1: <laughs> well, the whole thing is, but for Mar- Mark to turn it, in, that was the only confrontation. Uh-huh. I didn't mother anybody. Sure. Good Lord have mercy.
3: Okay, well, so but I did see the video. There was a video. Somehow somebody took a video of when Kimberly and Beck were sure, introduced on, in your studio, can't wait. and y- you could see that you are uh, put off a little bit because that was a complete well, listen, surprise, I right?
1: I might have made faces, sure, but there was no verbal, right? Did you hear any verbal? No, no, no. You were incredibly graceful. Thank y- you.
3: Y- yeah, no, y- you are a consummate professional.
1: Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but I, but I'm not gonna. Well, I do know where my bread is buttered.
3: Right, right, right. And
1: I'm always conscious of it. So Always.
3: So you, you play nice, as far as I'm aware. Right. You play nice. and right. I want to say they were there for, what,
1: six months? Well, the whole point is, listen to this. First of all, let me say that Kimberly and Beck, Kimberly- Made a see. I gotta give her credit for knowing how to be a broadcaster. Okay, she's really good at it. Right, but the show is something I could never do. Mm-hmm. The show is based on making fun of people, mm-hmm. especially three one five people. They and when they they just had a great way of doing radio. Yeah. for rednecks, if you ask me. Sure, or for women that like to hear about people getting beat up and <laughs> and they. One of my closest friends, mm-hmm. uh, son got busted for dealing marijuana, and they went off on it on the radio to the point where they actually accused my buddy, oh. the father, right, of doing the same thing in his business. Oh, and, my God. So he's, you know, I, I caught him out in the, I, I told him, you people don't know you're f***ing with. <laughs> I don't know what you're, why do you do these things? And he sued Uh, And uh, he was offered a big settlement, didn't take it, uh, and then lost the case. Yeah, so. Uh, But but I'm, uh, I'm just saying, their show, I would run into more people. Mm-hmm. They would say, oh, my God, what they did to my cousin. Or, oh, right. my God, what happened to my sister. That was their show. Well, and their show worked. Yeah. But it was ugly, and they were sued. You know, they got fired over there. Yeah. They got fired over here. <laughs> and <laughs> and by the way, for folks listening, I don't think they would be listening mm-hmm. to this show. There were fans of theirs. Mm-hmm. But folks listening that might think they had a great show funny that she never got hired again. Yeah, no, she sells real estate. She sells real in estate. In the United States of America. Yeah. So how good are they? Yeah. Well, so uh, the,
3: the thing about that is if I'm, t- the timeline is different, but y- y- if you were to go after the number one show in a town, you would kind of go after the number one guy, right? You'd be like, but the difference that, that I see is, yeah, I wouldn't have to make up something about your charity or attack you personally. Like, hey, you know, you know, I was listening to Wheeze and it sucked and here's why, you yeah, know, like, well, like Obi, Obi and Anthony used to do Jocktober and they used to just, you know, mercilessly beat up on radio shows that were generally not.
1: Right, it was a bit.
3: And not very entertaining. Most of the time it wasn't personal attacks about, you know, so-and-so being a crook or ruining their lives or whatever. Um, so yeah, I understand that part where you, maybe you target the 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 main guy in the market, but like you're saying, why go after them personally? Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, mean spirited. From
1: the beginning of my career, mm-hmm. and I know what you just said is how you play, <clears throat> right? But I never did it. Never felt sure. the need for it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do. Look, f- radio is just some douchebags talking. <laughs> you <laughs> like it or you don't like right. it. For people that go, oh, that show's so much better than yours, Weezer. There is no. F- Better show you like it that one, this one, mine, or you don't like it. Right? It's just people talking. They're all just talking. Right? What are they saying? I mean, I can never compare, and I would say it then. I would never compare my show to Howard Stern's show. Right? Because Howard was in New York with all the guests, mm-hmm. and I contend, and Sam Kinnison stuck up for me on this subject. If I had the same guests, he had. I think I would be just as good, if not better. Sure, but I never could, and never would. Right, you're you not know, in. You're uh, not in New York, number one. But other shows across the country, mm-hmm. you know, people used to do like you're in Rochester. I know for sure from being. You know, it's so funny. I just had lunch with Tommy Muley, mm-hmm. who I used to be on with at CMF, mm-hmm. and we had lunch just now, mm-hmm. and we were talking about when we were on in Manhattan, mm-hmm. bro. We had calls the whole time. Yeah. Every second. Yeah. And they loved us. Yeah. In New York City, you mother. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And, you know, for people that think because you're in Rochester, but it's just people that want to take a shot. Yeah. And anytime they want to debate. Right. Feel free. Every, you know, people used to say Seinfeld wouldn't work in the middle of America. Yeah. It's New York. Yeah. Funny is funny. Good is good, and I would be right. one of
3: I would be one of those idiots if I was my age now, and Seinfeld was coming out then. I would have said, "What you're just into this New York centric right. show? Like, how is that going to catch on?" But if it's good, it's good, and people like it.
1: So basically, what I'm saying is, I have friends, good friends, all over America. Morning shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'm going to brag here. I was just inducted into the Nam I'm in the New York State, but I was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. In Chicago yep. uh, last year, I guess it was. Yep. And, you know, I'm known all over the country as truth. Mm-hmm. And people in bigger, bigger cities look up to my f-ing show. Yep. And I've had guys say I inspired their shows. Right. In other cities. Yeah. But I just hate to be belittled for the market. It's just, Yeah. It's just... Well how you want to be well, what you're, are you gonna do. Well, right. Like I remember
3: back in those NEW days that you know, Opie and Anthony, Don and Mike had their thing, and I'm I'm like some dumb kid. I liked both they're not the same shows. It, they're all they're both of their shows are different than we's. Sure. And everybody
1: shows different. Yeah. And that's okay.
3: You know, it, it's a very strange thing when it turns into, when it turns to like, you're either this guy or yeah, this, that guy or whatever. radio
1: wars. I don't want, you know, I had to put up with it with Howard Yeah, because he had those people call me and <laughs> and I remember how I used to love it because I would put the guy on the radio and say, bro, I didn't know I was so good yeah. that Howard had a with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's not calling anybody else in Rochester. Why not?
3: So I had the funny thing about setting up this time with you today is that um, (laughs) I have called uh, your station in iHeartMedia in general a few times. And I cried when you responded to my text message because (laughs) I couldn't believe that anybody would have passed my phone number to you because iHeartMedia has blocked it. A few times
1: <laughs> Wait a minute I, if I returned a text to you, it was on my text line oh. I don't have your number I Oh, okay returned sure. a text that came in Well, I had left a voicemail
3: well I had left a voicemail with the station and then later that day I got uh, I got a text message from you and it, it was so I couldn't believe that I even got through because I will call I will call. I'm not necessarily iHeartMedia, but I will call radio stations and uh, you know rag, just do something goofy. Like one time we called, I think we called uh, Kiss FM, um, and Norma had pneumonia.
4: <laughs> I didn't know it. At she the didn't time.
3: know, but she had pneumonia. She sounded like death warmed over. And we had her try to talk about Ryan Seacrest for about three minutes on the voicemail, and she couldn't get through a sentence without just just.
1: <sighs> was it? Was it? What is it current? Because. Now, if you call Talk Back Live, Mm -hmm. if you call our station, we can play the audio on the radio. Oh, yeah. It comes right yeah, in. Yeah,
3: this would have been... Well, God help us
4: uh, if they played that.
3: Yeah, this would have been September of last year or something.
4: They might
1: have had it.
2: Oh,
3: my God. Well, but but I have had my my number blocked a few times, so I couldn't believe that I got a response from you. I was like, oh, either someone told, because I left a voicemail for for, for somebody's mailbox, and then I, later that day, I got a response from you, and I was like, this is a miracle. I can't believe that, <laughs> number one, I'm not blocked, and number two, somebody heard some asshole asked to do an interview, or Somebody By heard, the way,
1: why would you be? Oh, I know what. Was it about this? I
3: the reason I called well, the reason this last time I called. I was very careful not to mess with anybody in between. Um, but the reason I called was to ask. I just left a voicemail saying hey, I'm trying to get a hold of Weez.
1: Yeah, so Melody told me. Yeah,
4: why? Yeah, <laughs> but, he had been he had been blocked before because he would call and be obnoxious. Listen,
1: yes. I wouldn't talk about. I've never mentioned. This guy's name on the radio, because uh-huh. I can't do it for him. Uh-huh. But here I will. <laughs> well, I'm sure with listening to all you're talking about, uh-huh. you obviously follow Michael Megason. Come on. No, I'm sorry. You don't look at the king of New York? No, I'll have to look it up. The I'm king sorry. of Rochester? No, no I'm going to have to sure. look it up.
3: Holy I shit. Apologize. I, I apologize. I tried to be well prepared, but you I- you got, got to
1: understand, I don't either. Uh-huh. This dude- but uh, someone that's so into radio, you would love this guy. Michael, who I'm sorry, <laughs> it's called the King of Rochester. Okay. He talk. He hates. He's obviously a failed. He wanted to be on radio, uh-huh. and couldn't make it because he's an idiot. <laughs> but this guy can write, and he hates everybody on the radio. And he writes oh, lies about me. Oh no! Every oh, no. day, what, what, what? I never go look even. Oh no! But I would. It, it, there, wait, Everything. Wait. Look at this. Wait. Let me just read this. Sure. It sees. It seems Kevin LeGret is bent over. Again and took it up his Hershey Highway for his Oh buddy. my God! Brother Weeze. <laughs> no, oh, everything he says is untrue. I think this is. Pe- I think you have me pegged wrong. This is not my. No, style. you would get it, but you would get a <laughs> kick out of it. What? You, what is his? What? Why is he do that to you? Dude, that is so strange. It's not just me. He's your, Next one. Deanna King goes down on the King of Rochester. Oh my God! Look at that. It's uh, he, uh, he. He. But everything he says. Is untrue. So yeah. wow. he actually calls my show with fake names. Okay, because he knows about music.
2: Okay, and All right.
1: I always know when it's him. <laughs> and I actually say, "Bro, I know this is you." Yeah, and you really have great knowledge of music. Sure. Why are you such a f- an asshole? <laughs> Why do you do that? Yeah. And what really pisses me off is I ran into him at a party in the park. Uh huh. I was backstage. And that's, you know, outside, downtown. Sure. And he came up to the fence and said, Wheeze, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. I said, bro, why would I get a picture with you? You're the biggest hateful piece of yeah. s And he goes, I'm putting all that aside. So oh, I took no. a picture, oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. Yo. So he hey, you got a- yeah, I took a picture with the guy because I'm a decent dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, and wow. he continued to be an. Oh asshole. yeah,
3: no, because now he's got the picture with it. Yeah, that's terrible. See, now Norm and I, Norman and I, will talk about this too because I've I I model a lot of what I've done, uh, a lot of what I try to do after my influences. Like there, there isn't really a lot of personality driven radio left, right? It's pretty much been expunged from the airwaves, um, and so. I my thing is like well I'm going to try to build something that resembles that personality driven radio even if it's got to be a podcast whatever but I want to I want to do that personality driven you know we do dumb stuff like try to eat the the one chip challenge and you know yeah um, but
1: you're studying the Bible yeah it might scare some people
3: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> trust me it's I, I was just at my church uh, the other night I had to read the missionary letters and pray for everybody. So well, yeah, what church do you go to? Uh, I go to uh, this church, Baptist church in Webster. It's a small, independent Baptist church. Um, very, How'd you pick Baptist? Um, I grew up, I grew up as a Baptist. Oh, your mom's Baptist? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I grew up as a Baptist the same kind of environment. But a lot of what, a lot of what I do is pushing back on sort of unlearning some of the, the, the wrong and toxic stuff that I may have been, that I may have picked up along the way. Right. And that's that's a lot of what my interest in theology comes from is like, you know, whatever I was taught that doesn't necessarily jive with what's supposed to be there. And, you know, having those conversations. (laughs)
5: be sure to support the show on Patreon.com. Come on, guys. Quit being cheap, you bastards. You're listening to Broken Link Radio.
3: play nice with Kimberly and Beck and then they get fired. For just like the dumb like I heard the I heard the audio I don't, I don't need to play it again here. But uh I remember listening to it and it's like why would you even try that? Yeah.
1: You know like what were you even going for? Because they're not they're not that bright. Yeah, are they, that's what I say they're dumb. Here, here's funny. You got this on my screen here. <laughs> yeah. The King of Rochester about Kimberly and Beck. Quote these rat turds of the airwaves are no longer on Rochester Radio, doing no small part due to my incessant and obsessive blogs highlighting how much of a jerk I.
3: This dude, yeah, that's so strange. I don't, wow. I don't understand that. Look at, it. yeah, I'll have to, follow but,
1: yeah. But here's the funny thing: mm-hmm. they a bunch of years ago had him in studio. Oh wow! He thought he was getting in. Uh, <laughs> so they 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 were you know they they liked them mm-hmm. but then it must have gone bad
3: yeah well that but the, with content and and what you're allowed the rules are different now than they were um and i you've you've spoken on this you you spoke on this in some interviews that actually went on over the air so i i know that you can say you know i right now i'm restrained in what i can do because of who i work for but you know back then i could i could do whatever i wanted right as we as we age and as we get older uh we we may change our mind about a few things or we may you know like my my politics i don't really like that word but even my worldview has changed quite a bit in the last let's just say 5 years oh um I used I used to buy into like what we would call hustle culture, you know, hustle culture. Yeah, you know, it's like, just like you know, work yourself to death, and eventually you'll make it, and you know, uh, now he's a oh, bum. If you believe that, yeah, now he's yeah, a bum. That's what <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, that's what they're selling.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I realized like, oh, this is all just to grind, grind people to death. Um, yeah. and so I've changed stuff like that. So, you know, when now that now that you've moved on. Um. Later in life, and you look back at the show that you used to do, right? There are going to be times, as as is true with everybody, where you're like, oh, I wish that that definitely wouldn't be acceptable today, but I would still do it. And then there are those things that are like that definitely wouldn't be acceptable today, and I f- wish I hadn't have done that. Um. Did you have anything like that, or do you- no? You got the wrong guy. No,
1: sure. Right, right. You got I- the wrong guy. Yeah, I don't sure. Give a shit about anything I've done. <laughs> And let me tell you, it was a letter to the paper once that I used the Mm N-word, and so it was a letter to the editor. He
3: brought this up. I didn't bring it up. Just saying.
1: Back (laughs) when people actually read the newspaper? Sure, yeah. That crap's over. And I feel bad I'm a newspaper-loving guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's over here, at least. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the whole point is, even the N-word, I would say I've said it on the radio five, six times. Sure. Sure. Over almost forty years, mm-hmm. but never in a negative way. Right, right. It was always to illustrate, like of a bad of a racist guy called up, for instance. Yeah, sure. And I knew what he was talking about. You mm-hmm. know, I would sometimes use the term mm-hmm. because of what the context was. Right, right. But of course, I uh, I can't do it oh, anymore. Yeah. No, and well, I wouldn't. But I feel bad because I don't <clears throat> think any word. Should be barred from anything. Sure. Well, and you're right.
3: not in the position. To, like it was a couple years ago now, and I'm only bringing this up because it actually happened. Is, is Howard turns on the View, and he says that he never said it ever, and you're just like, "There's hours of tape of you <laughs> saying it. What are you doing? You know." And that's not to talk bad about uh, Howard, but what it is is he, a lot. Some people feel like they're in a position to just. A race or like yeah. let's just move on let's yeah. pretend like and so like you said i um i talked to uh um buzz burbank from the donna mike show and uh you know he he has the, he deals with that a little bit too with, with number one he wasn't in control of that show um but he there are things that he might be uncomfortable with now that he may felt perfectly fine with in 2001 2002 you remember back uh, after nine eleven. There's a lot, all kinds of stuff that people were saying on the radio out of anger yeah. that wouldn't play well in 2023. Norma still thinks all those things, but
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because on 9 11, I stayed on uh, first when the day it happened. I stayed on about 12 hours. Next day, same thing. Wow! And I wish I had. I'm sure there is tape somewhere, mm-hmm. but I would have people calling in. And I'm really good at hearing people tell lies. <laughs> and I would bust them and they say, are you calling me a liar? And I go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Because people would call in. One time I was doing a remote. I remember where from the fire station, at like Linden and East Avenue. I know
3: exactly what you're talking about. Yep.
1: And uh, li- people came by and told me that uh, they went to a 7-Eleven and they, uh, they wouldn't serve them. Mm-hmm. because they had an American flag on or Oh something. yeah yeah yeah. I said, "Will you please yeah. with that bullshit?" Yeah. Why? I mean, everyone was trying to think of new things. Yeah. Actually, it was Donald Trump that said he saw the people celebrating. Yeah. You know, in New York. Yeah. You know, bullshit, no evidence <laughs> Then, but yeah. can you imagine being an immigrant that worked hard and saved money enough to own a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and then uh throw the business away? Right. They here to make money. They'll do anything. They're not going to do something as so stupid as throw you, away, not serve you because you got an yeah, no American Right? Yeah. I had uh, a day after nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't,
3: haven't haven't worked in the restaurant industry for twenty years. Yeah. Like if you if you have a customer, especially if you're a smaller operation, you have a customer come through the door. You don't ever want to lose them ever again. No, <laughs> like you, you would not. You need to make you need to make thirty percent off of them, yep. or you're out of you're out of business. Yep. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, so well, that's interesting that's an interesting perspective because um as I intentionally try to develop what what I'm doing, I often refer to, you know, what, what was the Wii show like? What what how does that jive with how what I'm trying to do? You know, influences from Opie and Anthony, Donna Mike, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then taking then taking this or that. And then you go, Oh, you can't do that anymore, right? And and then and well, then
1: Well, what can you do? I gotta know. Well, I
2: mean
3: so for instance. I wouldn't have done the Kimberly and Beck segment on the N word, right? So, like, I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have done that on my own
1: podcast. Well, I didn't even do it on the radio. <laughs> I, no, none of my business. They got the pipe, right? I'm not going to come on the next day and well, right, right. Talk about well,
3: it. forget it. No, that's the thing is, uh, it, it, so. It, but then there's also that part of me that says, "Well, every anyone should be able to say." What they need to say or however
1: they need to say. It. Right, you know, but uh but suffer hold on, suffer the repercussions. Yeah. But suffer right. the consequences. Mm-hmm. That's what kills me. I don't know if you saw this clip. Mark Maron, is a clip out of yep. Mark Maron mm-hmm. talking about these comedians today, talking about oh my god, I can't say this, I can't say that, you can't even do comedy anymore. And Mark Marin says, Shut the f- up. You can <laughs> say anything you want, yeah. but there's going to be consequences. Right. Yeah. So check it out.
3: And, and you, I don't, I don't get the sense that you ever dealt with this. But uh, you know, I have to check myself where it's like, well, is this going to be mean spirited? You know what I mean? Because like. Like for instance this guy that you've just introduced me to that I wouldn't have known existed. Wait, wait
1: for you, you'll love it. I know <laughs> but I just oh, want you to know all lies.
3: Sure, but it's like I wouldn't I if I wanted to rag on you, which I wouldn't, but if I wanted to, I wouldn't want to make up stuff because the funny stuff, if there is, if I'm going to rag on Norma, the funny stuff is the stuff that's true. Of course, you There's know, plenty to say.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> well, he's not doing stuff to be funny, right? Yeah, he's it's just doing just, stuff to be hateful.
3: Yeah, that, that seems like a personality disorder. Basically,
1: honestly. he's writing about everybody on the radio. Yeah. And how they suck because he's so good at it. Yeah. And you know, at the beginning, early in my career, I used to have a drop. Mm. They used to say, we suck and we already know it. Don't bother calling. <laughs> you know, what, we just talk. Yeah. There's no good or bad. If if people, I mean, I, I had some amazing ratings for a long, long, long period of time. If you like it, you do. If you don't, you mm. don't.
4: Yeah. When I was a teenager, that's odd. Your show was, I couldn't miss it. I had to listen all the time. It. Oh wait, and
3: then we weren't allowed to listen and to And then it? I wouldn't well, of oh course I wasn't allowed,
4: I would not <laughs> allow my kids to listen to your show.
3: Um uh, I mean, I just am really grateful that you came uh, here today. I appreciate you spending time. It was beyond gracious. And whoever contacted you to get a hold of me, they are very... Melody. They're a, they're Sister a, Melody. They're either they're either ignorant or a very gracious person because... <laughs> you should get Melody in here. I, yes. I would love to. This chick
1: is so interesting. I would love to have her. She is. I want to tell her. Okay, great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna, I got your number. Yeah. If you would, she is unbelievably interesting young yeah. girl.
3: Yeah. So like I said, this is important. This is an important moment for me. Uh, and uh, I, I just am sometimes in life you, you, like we talked about earlier, you just are in the default state of being cynical. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I got a text back from you that we were going to do this. And I was like, why me? Why, why would you well, even you do
1: Called that? an ass? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, if somebody calls an ass, I'm not going to just ignore him, Right. Even though, See, I got to tell you one more thing. Sure. Because it's sort of about this. Mm-hmm. I remember when Don and Mike, uh, because your fans and Howard were some sort of competitors. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the beginning of my computer career. Oh, yeah. And I remember seeing on some sort of blogs or whatever the uh, chat boards, mm-hmm. they were, uh, Don and Mike were getting murdered, <laughs> murdered with hate. Right. And I remember reading that shit and saying, "If this was me, uh-huh. I, I'm so sensitive. I couldn't look at that. Mm. I couldn't go on the radio the next day." <laughs> and I'll tell you one more quick thing, sure, that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. One of our program directors was Joe Bonadonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was uh, Joe, John DeBella's program director.
2: Oh, oh,
1: you know, <laughs> oh, oh man, he got murdered. And he was John DeBella's uh, program director in Philly. Yeah, when Stern did the funeral. Yeah, and I said to uh, Joe, a good buddy of mine, I said, Joe, if that mother did that to me, yeah. I don't know. I might have to leave town. I couldn't do the radio that morning.
3: Back in the day, Norma, Howard Stern, if he started to take over the ratings in your city, he would hold a public funeral for he, the district. He was, shocking. of
1: course, going to do that uh-huh. with me. Uh, yeah. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Oh, man. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. I asked uh, Joe, "How? what did you do when that funeral went right by the joint? Yeah. They blacked all the windows, they curtained everything. Wow. Oh, wow. And just ignored it. What else could you do? Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that was, uh, <sighs> so see, there's that.
3: See, that, <laughs> see that's, that's kind of go, like goes back to what you're saying. It's like, I, it does make me laugh, but I don't think I could do it because that seems awfully
1: cruel. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. I mean, it's something that was never in me. Sure. And I got lucky doing what I do my way. Yeah, but Right. I couldn't be those people, and I I don't get what people think is cool about it. I uh, okay, think it sure. just shows someone's mean and ugly. Yeah, but people might like mean and ugly. All right, some people do. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you know, there. I I don't want to keep you too long, but there is like, there is a sort of like factor of like it's so wrong that it's just like you get like this more this macabre laughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, oh, that's I guess so... so. But
1: it's funny that I guess something wrong with me. I don't <laughs> ever see it as cool. Well, <laughs>
3: well, well, that's what I mean. This, this guy again. I I never heard of it before in my life. This he, guy who's got all these. That's what, I, what he does. Right.
1: Reading with it. lies. That's the bad. <laughs> if right. it was true that'd be one thing right <laughs> i'd say go ahead bro
2: right
3: yeah right. but yeah it, there's like a sick part of me that almost laughs just because it's so you know who would say that like that's so
1: weird you gotta see how much <laughs> is in there i'm looking at what you pulled up just
3: yeah, yeah. well i i'm uh, incredibly okay. gracious of you to be here thank you so much brother Louise, for coming no by. problem
1: bro <laughs> thank you sir we well, never that got fun. to the bible <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: Relax. You're dude, addressing
3: the front of the microphone, I'm but across—not trolling. This is, the, this it's is the trolling, side, and this is the Relax. front. But you don't talk right it's into the trolling. capsule. You talk cr- Oh yeah, that you and your generation. Well, I'm trolling. Yeah, it's, it's, bad, and it's trolling is an excuse for just not actually being funny. It's a prank, bro. Yeah. Oh uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: I think your generation just doesn't understand our generation's sense of humor. I think there's a generational gap.
3: Well, I we we're not addressing. See, the el- we're, we're not addressing the elephant on the couch right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which is... Snorlax? Well, you don't <laughs> have to say that. Norma is passed out on the couch in the other room right now. <laughs> she didn't have She have bunch. a single
7: margarita again? Yeah, <laughs> she had margarita. She's it's a
3: good callback.
6: Freaking, she's out of it. That's a deep cut, Gabe. We're
7: Trying impressed. to start
3: the show.
6: She didn't budge at all when I w- walked in. Tim, see if you can get her up. <sighs> all right, one second. Tim's... Tim's I... I, I. The wallet thing the really bugs me. Work. What about the wallet? I just hate wallets. Yeah, like, everybody carries wallets when they don't need them. Make her up. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like just why- Tell her we're doing the show. Hey, get up! We're doing the show. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I don't know if she knows where the headset is. And uh, uh, I, I well, she's m-
6: gonna for about 15 minutes. She's gonna be in the nap fog. <laughs> she's yeah,
3: jackass. Like, yes. Was that? It? <laughs> but is that any different than her normal fog?
6: What, she's coming in what the wrong room. Oh, now. she needs her chair. That's her chair. Oh, <laughs> Hey know, son of a bitch. See how nice Norma was to me when she woke up. I know. Oh my God! Look at her hair.
3: Norm- <laughs> Norma looks like a cat. What are you doing with that microphone? I'm putting it back on the stand so I can help her get the chair out of here. Oh,
2: you could have just
6: and <laughs> now he's just shut <laughs> the door out. She, she got it out by the time I finally get the mic back. well now <laughs> you can fiddle,
3: fiddle F with the microphone again here I'll turn it off now alright go I'll ahead be back next week. <laughs> at least talk in the mic while you're leaving oh my god he, you, you know what it is he's nervous about the brother I, Wee's interview
8: I'm not yeah. nervous why would I care I don't even know who he
3: is Nothing to be oh nervous. my god I told you not to do that we're on the show now <laughs> I do know
8: who he is. Oh my god. I have you know, know I was listening to his show all day long and Oh yeah. And I was like, I swear, I've heard this before. And I remembered like like, he, was he on
3: 96... Yeah, 96.5. 96.5. WC, WCMF. For, so I don't listen to 95.1. He was listening to... Yeah, again, do you know how to behave when you have a... You can't say what? that you don't listen to the station of the guests that we're having. I'm not the, familiar with it. Is oh, my point. God. And that's okay. It. No, it's not. They know their demographics. So I don't know who you are. They know their yeah, demographics. Right. That's oh fine. Oh, my God. I hope he... I, so that's I've, fine. Well, I've got some really great news, Matt. What's that? This is... So good. All right. What what's that, that? I think we need a drum roll. Where's the drum roll here? Tim, I hope you're ready for this. I, I'm ready. Where's my drum roll? Here we go. Ooh. Great news. Oh no, that's the wrong button. Let me try that again. <laughs> this is really intense. <laughs> okay. This made my day when I heard this. Okay. Okay. Cause I know you guys are excited about the Brother Weeze interview. I am. Yeah. Tim is Tim walked in He was wearing sunglasses On the inside today yep. That's right <laughs> I, Brother Weez Was very impressed With my Studio
6: Made my day You go ahead Matt Did you already do the show? The interview? I already did the interview With Norman <laughs> no, Oh I knew it <laughs> Yeah he got it. I knew it oh.
3: Yeah, that was a bummer. Look at
6: Tim <laughs> dropped the dude, microphone. Why didn't you tell
7: me, dude? I I did
8: all oh. this work. You know how many hours of radio I listened to today?
3: <laughs> Is that why I Norma was edit. so
6: tired?
7: I want the edit of Tim listening to hours and hours of Brother Weeze with like the Rocky training song yeah. over it. Dun, 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 <laughs> I
3: showered dun, 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 dun. for this.
7: <laughs> yeah, so did Norma. Dude, what? And as a matter of fact I thought about it. when I was
8: getting out of the car, I was like I was like, I wonder why he didn't just do this interview and then put it in post.
3: Yeah. I was like that. Well, I don't like doing that. I- that's never the idea. But what I thought was really nice Norma was that he paid for your margarita.
4: Oh, yeah. And what a margarita. <laughs> she, why she actually had gave so you right,
8: dude. Gabe called it gave like what? have a margarita. Yeah. Yeah, you
4: know, it turns out Tim that you know, asking him out for a drink afterwards wasn't such a bad. That idea. was my
2: idea. Dude, yeah. dude come
4: on. <laughs> you got to be kidding
2: me. Yeah, I know.
3: And here I am like Norma oh. I'm like Norma don't do that that's no I already told him I was him. thinking like man, I want to kind of take a picture with him like oh my uh, god see you just geez. see this is a, you want to take a picture
6: of a guy when you're like oh I don't know who he is He's a hall of famer you don't encounter a Hall of Famer every yeah, if you day. You come around a, ball, a baseball player that's a Hall of Famer, even though you don't know who he is. You yeah, picture. exactly. And you know what? I've grown to love him over the last seven hours of radio <laughs> I listen to.
8: Okay,
3: I was excited for this.
4: Yes, but Tim, it may have been was Gabe there? I was can't... Gabe on? No. I, I told him that I was the one that listened to him when I was a teenager. Shut yeah. up. And Every then, day. I couldn't miss a show. Yeah. And then I I, <laughs> I,
8: I can't tell you how disappointed I am. I'm actually <laughs>
3: genuinely crushed right now. You can tell. We, we, yeah. He, like, you're, you're holding me. Like, did you see the way his microphone went limp in his hand yeah. when I was like. Because <laughs> what boom. was all this for? My dad was excited I was doing this, by the oh, way. Oh, you just disappointed <laughs> his dad. My Nor- dad wanted show, me to hear it.
4: Show me your
8: face, Tim.
3: Norma. Norma. Well,. Well, uh, well, <laughs> while you were, while you were sleeping, well, I'm, the, uh, I'm
8: even still wearing it. <laughs>
3: well, Norma, while you were crap. sleeping, while you were sleeping on the couch, Matt was telling me all about how Tim's been telling people he's. Gonna...
4: Oh, <laughs> we were talking about that Bro, at lunch. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it
6: depends on how, so this, what's going to make it worse oh. is if this was, if he had to do it earlier or if it was all planned. Okay. No.
3: Okay. So here's the real deal that it's. I 100% never, I don't like necessarily doing the, I'm Brad, I'm going to interview you. Right. I, I do that for Heathen Sunday School. I, you know, like, it's not really, I like to have the people into the show. Right. The plan was always to have Brother Weiss here with us and do the show. He sent me a message yesterday, so less than 24 hours notice, and he's like, I've got to do it at this time, otherwise I have to reschedule. And as you know from sales, you never let somebody off the hook. Oh. There's no such thing as rescheduling. Yeah. Tim, I've Tim's been waiting re- for this for months. Tim's and-
4: rethinking that theory.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
8: no, and no, I can't be mad at it, but I'm just disappointed. And,
3: well, and so uh, I was actually kind of mad at you last week because you brought it up, and I actually hadn't brought up interviewing Weeze on purpose because I was afraid of jinxing yeah. it. You know? And you're like, yeah, we're going to interview Wheeze. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I never said that. You know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, so, so then when he mess, I'm feeling okay. And then yesterday when he messaged me, he's like, yeah, we have to move the interview. And I was like, oh, no, this is it. This is what the <laughs> We're going to move it to never. <laughs> yeah, dude. So he's like, we could reschedule. I'm like, no, I will be there. I will. I, whatever I have to do, I have to drag you by your ears. But uh, so yes, yeah,
8: I so- was mentally Prepared for this. Yeah, I had like
3: yeah. if if there was like a
8: moment of lull, like you guys need me to have a question, I had like four or five questions oh. ready to rapid fire. You had Brother other Wee's Like, like down I read his bio at yeah. least twice today. Yeah, at least uh, and once yesterday. Like oh, and uh, like, like, I, I watched like n- he was in the news several times. <laughs> <laughs> the reason Bro, Brad did tell is. us is he
6: knew we would have just
8: blown it off tonight. No, no, I think he, he just wanted the reaction live on the show the, Everything is the show So he wanted our reaction You again. know what,
3: Tim's got and it And the worst,
8: and this that's the sick part of Brad Is I'm literally giving him what he wanted <laughs> <laughs> Literally Literally I'm feeding him And it's yeah. making me mad well, I, This is good radio, me being so upset
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Makes her good radio and that know makes me mad funny? Mm-hmm. I lost out on money to be here Oh no, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Did dear. you rearrange something? Yeah Oh gee well, up until uh, 5.45, we were doing the Wheeze interview tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my dad, hey, dad, I got to be home at a certain oh, time. No! So this Dude. way I can... Interview <laughs> prepare and not
8: come oh, no. here. Oh, my dad wanted to listen to this interview too because he knew that I was going <laughs> to yeah. be on there.
3: Well, he's now I got to g- go
8: explain to him like, yeah, he canceled. My yeah. co-host did it without me. Uh, no, like, he
3: didn't cancel.
8: We did it. No, we no, were... I, no, no, he just moved it. No, you... come on. This is a good. Yeah, this is we're... a good segment. This is good. <sighs> yeah, I'll have my dad listen to this. This will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't me interviewing Weeze, but it's me
6: reacting to the fact I can't. Now we got to go back and tell everybody. Hey, guess what? Yeah, we're. Didn't interview, these. <laughs> uh, so don't listen to the show. Don't uh, ever listen what do to you the mean, show, dude. He put so much, so much a stink with
8: Buzz Burbank that the fact that we were, didn't what, show dude, up, I'm glad we didn't show up to Buzz <laughs> Burbank.
6: Yeah. yeah, Buzz Burbank, and I'm glad I was a jackass Norma on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm deleting ninety five one off right off my radio. I oh,
2: never I'm never, never ah, this turning it on this my radio. Out of again. Control. <laughs> this is out of this is so
6: terrible. <laughs> so you you
3: know that uh you know you know how we've I've played you the tapes of the gentleman's club? Yeah. That that one podcast radio show that used to be on ninety four Oh yeah. And it was it's remember the one guy talked about how he got raped by his doctor or whatever. Um so the one guy, Mark Myra, he actually works at iHeartRadio. Uh <laughs> and he's he told a brother we story. And so I was able to recount that story to Brother Weeze, and he got rather upset with that story. He's like, that guy doesn't, he's never even worked with me so (laughs) bad. So I got the guy from the Gentleman's Club in trouble. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to listen to it. That's always a good day. Yeah, it is kind of a good day. Well, you know, know, the worst part is I'm not sure if it was him that said it or if his guest said it, which does make a difference, but it's weird because if his guest is the person who told the story, then that's even worse because his guest at the time was a former partner of Brother Weeze, which would actually be, like, worse. Tim, I, we should have known. The signs were there. Oh, yeah? The every fact that time, he was
8: sending a picture... He sent a picture of that one chick in our group chat. Every
6: time I've mentioned something about the Brother Weeze interview... He never responded. When I said maybe we should dress nice, he didn't respond. Well, I, what time no, no, no. should I be there? What, no, time, what Brad... time is he coming? He never responded. I okay, okay, should have known. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's Brad, the thing. Brad never doesn't respond, and he usually responds with about 35 voice messages. <laughs> and We didn't get one. You're right. Yeah. You're
3: right. But here's the thing. I legitimately wasn't responding to the clothes thing because I didn't want you guys to make it weird. Like, I, whatever. If, you go on, if you, you're going to feel better about dressing up, then fine. But I'm not going to be like... Hey, Timmy, show up to the show up to this thing that nobody makes money on, and you know,
6: look well, nice. that's just a respect thing. Right, well, right. But right. not
4: only that, but it's that, not my place. At that point, right. you didn't know the the interview was right. So, so
3: me ignoring the stuff about dressing up or whatever that had n- nothing to do with it because I didn't know until afternoon yesterday that I had to reschedule, and it was a pain in the ass. You but, know, what I think. But when you said when you because you messaged everyone sometime after I knew that I had to reschedule, yeah. then I was like, see, cause I'm not a very good liar. Right. You know? So like, I I, I'm should have known. i not a good liar. So I know that if you, if you're not good at lying, if you don't say anything, you can at least lie about why you didn't see, say See, I'm anything. one of these
6: people that I like to be prepared for things. Like I didn't like to know all the ins and outs of it. Right. So I like to, I, that's why I'm like, I got to know what time he's going to be here. So I could be here 10, 15 minutes before him. I don't want to be walking in with him. Right. Yeah. You know,
7: Right. Yeah, that's what I was
8: thinking too.
6: Nothing. But, you no, know, no response.
8: You know what? I will make it through, but I think we need to convey to him that your co-hosts are disappointed and that you know we'd like him to come back.
6: He won't. I give think a he just you know compensate him? Matt for lost wages. I know where. Yeah, oh yeah, I tough. know where John Hetchko lives. Let's go do an interview was with it him. Scott Hetchko.
2: Scott Hetchko. Yeah,
6: go <laughs> <Hesko>, Yeah. <laughs> Let's go do an interview with him without Brad. Oh, there you go. There you there know you go. who I'm trying
8: to get on? Never mind. You know what? You don't want to jinx it. No, man. I don't want to jinx it. I don't <laughs> want to bring you, it up.
3: I, the, I don't want to set the bar too high. Jim Jim Rome used to talk about this. Like Jim Rome back before he was huge, yeah. huge, huge, he would he would say, "Hey, I'm working on this guest or we're working on booking this guest," but he wouldn't tell you until they were on. I think one time it was like Michael Jordan for real. And uh and he wouldn't mention it until it happened because you never know, right. you know. Right. So, I was just like, yeah, so Matt last week he was like, "Yeah, we're interviewing Weez next there week." I was is like, a oh, on me. "There's a final authority.
8: There's a final authority." On a hotly debated topic, oh, that
3: I want Bill Grady on the King James Bible. Uh, I'm not going to tell who. <laughs> Is it Bill Gray on the uh, on plates? the world's greatest? Give me Bill give me, give Gray. Me Bill, Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gray on the world's greatest cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's I do. It's Alex Jones. <laughs> I do. I do apologize that I couldn't do the Wee's interview with you guys because that was always the plan. But I would yeah. have blown off work. You didn't even ask me.
6: That that does hurt. They didn't even. Ask. You didn't even ask. I would. Mm-hmm. What time work? did this happen?
3: One thirty.
8: I would have been there. I wasn't doing anything at all I, today. I couldn't have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look my dad in the eyes <laughs> and say, "Dad, I'm a happen. liar." Didn't happen.
3: Yeah. This make I know going it's home. gonna make yeah no it's gonna make me look like the bad guy good well, you know what you, I'm saying you are good. kind of the bad guy no, but yeah. think about my position you know what if you
8: couldn't if we can't all have him you can't have him either that's well, the way you should have reacted no because
3: you know that if you somebody says can we reschedule you know that that means I'm out you get the schedule now, now. that's now.
8: you
6: book it now that's what it means tim Temper- doesn't mean you do it solo. No, you never let somebody off the car lot, dude. Brad's going to put the interview up on YouTube. It's going to get (laughs) 30,000 views, and we're going to be just Uh, sitting in the background uh, going, that should have been us. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to retain
3: better talent for the show, too, and we're just going to be left alone. Yep. Wow, you guys are are getting into this very strange and secure place right now.
4: I'm in a positive note though, he was very impressed with
3: it. Norma, I don't really
4: care. I'll tell you what
3: I'll tell you what's em- somewhat embarrassing and Brother Weeze gave Norma a weird look. She kept saying He's pretty impressive, isn't he? And I was like, "That's that weird." That is weird. Why would you say, say that, that? Well, normal. Why did you keep? Because he didn't respond the first time you said that. I don't know. Norma in studio. It was because was he she didn't... in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: He didn't uh, hear me, and then he wh- said, "Why what? does he have to hear you?" Well, he said what? said, "What?" And I said, "He's impressive." Oh right? god, oh, just... I'm glad I wasn't here. <laughs> so I was like, uh,
6: that gives you the cold sweats. Well, the, oh. yeah.
3: Not only did you do that once, and I was like, "Oh god," you know, you know, they kind of he kind of brushed it off. And then she does it again. And then he doesn't hear her. And then she makes him answer in the front. I was like, oh my God. It's just like, he's like, he goes, this is your son.
4: And I was like, oh God. And he this says, is so. Then he says, yes. Embarrassing. Yes, he is very impressive.
3: Yeah. Well, right, right. What is he going to do? What does that even mean? He was say no. no <laughs> your son's a piece of garbage. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think, brother? Wheeze is the same as you think, brother? Wheeze is Timmy over here? Actually, your son is kind of a piece of crap. What do you mean by that? Like I give def- you hey, just dump on people.
4: You know what? <laughs> Mock me all you want, but he's the, I'm the one he bought the margarita for. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was a, I was uh, I was v- dead set against that.
4: Yeah. The, him buying? Didn't margarita? you?
3: Didn't you guys? I, and then when you guys shared the fried ice cream, yeah. Yo.
4: Why you and brother? Lee. Yeah, they brought two spoons. He said one for me, one for fried
3: you. Ice yeah, cream sounds terrible. What a suave gentleman he is. He did refer <laughs> to him Okay, so the other thing I remember. You remember? Uh, remember how I was very adamant? I was like, listen, no ironic racial humor. Yeah. You know, this is a guest. <laughs> He's talking about Vietnam. He goes, well, what yeah. am I? He goes, "What am I doing in there? I'm just a pussy-ass Jew." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he said that he had. I was listening to one of his shows today. I he Jews. said he had yellow fever. He goes, "A lot yeah. of
8: guys like me have yellow fever." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I'm man. always like, I'm always like, uh, you know, let the guest dictate what the boundaries are, not not sure. me, right? But uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a, I, w- I wish it was. I wish it didn't go that way, but I'm glad we did it. It was super nice. Um, I just wish I, we had any
6: type of loyalty, Tim. Yeah,
8: no Zero loyalty. I would have said it's either all of, all us? of us or none of exactly. us. Exactly. Exactly.
6: <laughs> sure you would have. You're not the only guy in town, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> we have other guests. Oh. Yeah. The real dildo in the ass would have been if Gabe was on. The... Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Was he on? <laughs> That would have been...
3: <laughs> That was my yeah. first pivot was, was he there? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I knew that. I, I, that was the other part in the in the Some group. Some of us ch- have to work. A group chat. I think I don't remember if it was Tim or Matt at the time who said something about you know not looking like a bunch of bums. <laughs> was Gabe, was like, Gabe was like, Gabe was like, yeah, I just got my tweed suit out of the dry cleaners. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know so, who's not disappointed? Our producer David. No, nope.
2: because he's <laughs> yeah, never seriously.
6: here. Yeah, he not here. To grace yeah.
7: us with this person yeah. I actually had to think about who that was for a second. I said, <laughs> yeah. who? It has to have been a month.
8: It's over. Mom. Well, no, he, no, it was well, when you talk well, about they, his had a, they had a birthday. They had the birthday party. Nah, that doesn't count. That doesn't really count.
3: It I mean, counts. No, I, it doesn't because we're all working. No, it's that's not, not the real show. show. The
8: real show has Matt and it's, I. It's not an official if show if Matt and, or I am not here. It's not the real show. Exactly. Oh, okay, all right. yeah. so
3: Brad plus Matt is a show. No, Brad plus Timmy no. is a show. Yeah,
8: Brad. Tim and Matt is the show. Oh, so it it's the only show. That's us? the only show. Yeah. Well, all, I, all three okay. of us.
3: Uh, I don't know about that. So we haven't done a show in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, it's our say, first it one. It very difficult for us to ever get a show out <laughs> if we do it that way.
8: <laughs> Not by me. My attendance score is a pretty high. It's you you don't missed the do second anything. show
6: ever. Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> yeah, for
6: yeah. for yeah, date yeah, night, dude. Remember that? Yeah, the f- second,
3: second, uh, second show ever. He was going to be on. He's like, yeah, girlfriend's has wants wants to do this and that. I'm like, oh, okay.
6: Was it was it girl? Yeah, it was. It, it was, was girlfriend. Was, it was girlfriend. and yeah.
8: I, I missed that one from work. And Matt was a, little... Uh, yeah. Well, that was whatever. at least I didn't miss the pot for a spider
3: bite. Oh yeah, you had. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> missed it for
6: actual real so, reasons. Yeah, I still real can't get reasons. over
3: that. How you, lo- you, you I was telling, I was talking to my dad yesterday when I was helping him out with his bed, and I was like, he got a staph infection. He got cellulitis, staph infection
6: from a spider bite, and a Lyme disease.
2: infection. Do you, you like, wanna, Okay, oh you want to know God.
6: how? This is really embarrassing. You want to know the next thing that happened to me in my life? Oh, no.
2: Uh,
3: this you is, lost your
6: second ball. That,
3: that was
2: not even funny.
3: Jeez. VD.
6: Uh,
8: Cancer's not a joke. S- <laughs> Sunday.
3: Oh, that, I, by the way, that's the second time we've had a cancer guest on here and you haven't met them. I know. Fellow cancer survivor. I know. Don't pretend like that's on him. No, I'm
6: just saying. It's like, on you. It's like the... Anyway. So Sunday, I go over to <laughs> the idiot behind my house. Yeah. He wants to light some bonfire or whatever. No. Oh. So he can't get started. I thought you were going to say black people. No. All right. (laughs) Can't get it started. So I I go get a can of gas from my house.
4: (laughs) I've heard that. We start.
6: He puts the gas on it. And then I go to light it. But deep down, I said, I shouldn't be lighting this fire. Right. Why didn't you just make a line? But I forgot that I didn't have or that I put bug spray on. (laughs) (laughs) When I lit this fire. Oh, my
0: Lord.
8: (laughs)
6: I don't know if you can see. Tim, come here. Look at it. Let me walk across. Look her. at my leg. Oh, he burned all the hair <laughs> off his <couch>. skin. <laughs> look at my arm and look at my hand. Oh my oh, God, dude! Yeah, Matt has. Look at my hand. Yeah, he has a. Uh, I I almost, <laughs> I almost burned my whole well, body. That's a that's a first degree burn. Yeah. when you send. When you well, look your, at, look um, at my knuckles.
3: Oh yeah, Did you do know.
8: Mm-hmm. This is maybe the redneck in me just instinctually. So I tried to.
6: I tried to do
3: the
8: line. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, you got to do the line I'm in the not, grass so and then light it. I'm not I you don't,
6: don't I don't mess it. around with fire. That's Apparently. like my number one that's like my number one rule. <laughs> Looks like fire messes around with you. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that's my number one rule though. I don't I don't screw around with fire. Sure. I learned a big valuable lesson. But this lesson. is why this
8: is why you don't know what you're doing with it though.
6: I tried to light a piece of wood and throw it in there no. but it wasn't That is the worst idea I've ever had. <laughs> How is it's that not, worse it's not than the worst idea? Of your face in it. Well, because, because of your that, face, okay. it yeah. was definitely worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's so impressive. That idea looks good compared to what hair actually happened. Oh, on, on my head is a, it's oh. a miracle. Oh, yeah. That's another time where you. Hey, he oh, the whole. Look, yeah. look at my. Look at the t- oh, line. My God. Look at the line right there. <laughs> Jeez, Louis. This, <laughs> it, you, you were like I, man on fire. Yeah oh my god uh, I, uh, how
8: many so, drinks in were you in the none, zero. Oh, oh, dude Oh so dude. So next time this, this idiot Jeez. set himself
3: so, on
6: fire well, that's sober what that's what I'm saying I have to save I have to save the show I am so embarrassed by this I it took me two days to tell my dad about it yeah I don't blame you uh, honestly dude what else I can't I can't sleep at night because I'm replaying in my head <laughs> <laughs> how bad this could have been! Oh my god, are god. you serious, buddy? Oh yeah, I'm traumatized. I'm legitimately, on, I'm relax. legitimately traumatized a, by this. A, a little flash fire like that just burns off real quick, and you're all right. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, the, but the problem is what it could have been. I had bug spray all over my entire body. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't but, even burn that long. But it's
3: the f- it's yeah, apparently it's the fumes, not the oil, not the fuel. Right. So you, you would have been all right the thing is the you wouldn't have you would have been in trouble if your clothes caught on fire right your hair is going to go up your skin will burn yeah but like it takes a pretty hot fire to burn a human you yeah. want a 3 foot line coming from the pit yeah with or, gasoline and then you light the light the line or you want to go with camping you want to go with you want to go camping with me tomorrow and learn how to build a fire no. without using I lighter oh, fluid shut I up. don't want to go
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway i'm
6: pretty traumatized.
3: maybe
4: if you tell him brother Weeze is going to be there they'll go <laughs>
5: The preceding break was brought to you by, well, f-ing nobody. Subscribe to the Patreon for Christ's sake. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. <laughs>
3: so the disappointment is just resounding in the studio. I'm not going to lie, the, uh, what are they
8: called?
6: The moral, oh. the morale. The morale Morales. of the group Down. It's, it's pretty low. Luckily for That's you. pretty bad. The only thing that would make this worse is if we still do the news. Oh. That's really? the that's the, I think you that's it. That's the only that thing that, could that, could that would make it
3: worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think you owe it to us uh, to skip over the news. I think you do. Uh, again, what else do I
6: have? I'd so rather that's just why why talk about starting early cuz we're done. The show's over. I'd rather just talk <laughs> about what a big show you are. The show's <laughs> legitimately over. Yeah, yeah we're really? doing the news. We're not doing anything. The show's over. We're not even going to have fun tonight. It's just this news. Is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. What a We got freaking... bent over the woodshed. We oh. <laughs> got our ass slapped. And now we're... he's just putting gasoline on the fire. Not yeah. only did I fall and break my gas. arm,
3: I fell in dog crap. That's yeah. what it is. Gabe, what do you got for the news tonight?
6: Yeah, Go ahead. I'm not even listening. <laughs> you never do. Headset's off. Got him.
3: Oh, wait, Gabe's not on. Hold on. I'm sorry, Gabe. Go Come ahead. Come
7: on. Get your act together. From CNN News out of Dustin, Florida. <laughs>
3: Matt has his Over- headset off.
7: <laughs> I'm not listening.
8: Oh,
3: wait. I that's refused. right. We
8: can't hear him if we take our headset off.
6: <laughs> oh, wait. I can fix it. What a silent protest. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I can fix that. <laughs> this is our protest. <laughs> Next. Oh, no, that a bad idea.
3: Next. <laughs> Next. That's not me pressing the button. <laughs> Gabe, go ahead and do the news button.
7: Former NFL quarterback Ryan Mallett died in an apparent drowning off a Florida panhandle beach, a county sheriff's office said.
2: Come on, professional. First responders on,
7: professional. Were called to a beach in Dustin around 2.12 p.m. Amid reports, people in the water near Sandbar were struggling to make it to shore. Mallett, 35, <laughs> went underwater
6: and was not breathing when lifeguards pulled him out. Oh, he wasn't he, breathing underwater? Yeah, it's weird. bastard. Yeah, he's not a fish. Jeez. <laughs> glad they put that in the. Hey, article. did you did you know that
3: uh whales can't breathe underwater? They get they come up for air mm-hmm. and then they go back down because they're a mammal. Oh, wow! Yeah. So nice. was Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Does it or is it mirrors that hot in here today? It's hot because I've been doing podcasts oh, since five I'm hours ago. Freaking heated! <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how hot I am. Oh, There's Lord. been
4: a lot of hot tailing in here today. Uh-huh.
3: By the way, we didn't actually take Brother Weeze out for drinks either. No. No. Norma did have a margarita, and she did pass out on the couch before the show.
8: <laughs> I had to drive her here. I don't her. even know what's real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no trust anymore.
7: All right. Go ahead, Gabe. Authorities have been warning beachgoers as rip currents have claimed at least 11 lives in two weeks along the Gulf
3: Coast. Those are what kind of currents, Gabe? Rip currents. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was a a nice rick, like, that was a nice touch was like a lot That was a nice touch
8: Rip currents, dude I gotta admit <laughs> As mad as I am That was pretty nice
3: <laughs> Well, you know If it's if it's a rip current In the water It probably sounds Something more like this yeah. Oh, God No, oh, that's rough
8: That's just gross Sometimes I fart And I hear how tight My butthole sounded mm-hmm. And I'm impressed Yeah
6: Did You ever make- do that you ever wear tighter, tight enough underwear that when you fart, uh, it goes up the front? Yeah. I, oh,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to love doing it that. right between dude, in, the, in, the, in the pool when yeah. you can fart in the pool and catch it in your shorts and then like light it out. That's the best, dude. This is the same episode we just had the one of the biggest talents in the dude, city, dude. Dude. He started talking about poop right away. He started
8: talking about... We would have fit right in! Hey, dude, Come on.
4: He and
3: I connected about pooping out in the woods. I like, couldn't even believe it.
8: Yeah, I, I didn't... Normo, Stop telling what's on the interview. <laughs> I want to watch it. You do now.
3: Well, the interview's already happened. The the right. listener's already heard oh, it. Oh, but I
6: haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> Douche. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Gabe. Wait, so they're going to find out that we didn't hear him?
8: They already know the whole interview and they get to this point and be like they're yeah, gonna, they No up. no no. They're the, gonna
3: hear the interview. The cold open no, The cold us. open is me and Norma commiserating oh, okay. about how you guys know you guys are like all excited to do the interview, but I've already done it and
4: you're on your way.
3: And the cold it's open cold,
4: Jerry cold. <laughs> the cold open is us laughing about how upset you're gonna
3: yeah. be. Yeah. Uh what about Ryan Mallet now? <laughs> are we done?
4: <laughs> he died, didn't he? Yes. Very yeah, dead. Go. Yes. The New
7: England Patriots are deeply saddened to learn the sudden and unexpected passing of former quarterback Ryan Mallett. The team said on Twitter, "He's a quarterback. Our you thought- have to
8: expect him to pass." Dun dun dun. <laughs> 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 uh,
7: Our you- thoughts are with the Mallett family, his former teammates, and all who are mourning his loss. NFL star Tom Brady shared online former. a photo of former,
3: yeah. He's not really an NFL star anymore because yeah. former NFL he's officially star. retired, right? Hertz yeah, right. superstar Tom Brady. <laughs> What's Hertz? Oh, he Hertz. does the Hertz commercials. OJ oh, Simpson used to do Hertz run a car, car <laughs> commercial too, didn't he?
4: And we see how that turned out. He can run a Bronco.
3: <laughs> We're just mourning the death of Ryan Mallet right now.
7: NFL star Tom Brady. shared online. <laughs> former. A photo of himself and former teammate Mallet whilst on the field. We lost a great man. Thank you for everything, Ryan, Brady wrote on Instagram, praying for the Mallet family and all their loved ones tonight. I wonder if he actually prays.
4: Tom?
3: No, he didn't pray that
7: night.
2: Maybe to himself. Not a chance. uh, I
3: need to press. Go ahead. Sorry about that.
7: From Sky News, out of the entirety of England, a YouGov poll which spoke the entirety of England. Did you did you (laughs) run that by me already? This this
3: came Uh, from just over there. You (laughs) cheated, dude. You cheated. Wait, wait. you were supposed to put a city to the story, dude. You know you're supposed to put a city to the story. I know, Bristol, England. Wow. Okay. Wait, did you just pull that out of your butt? He's. I pull lots of things out of my butt. Jeez. Anyways, you, go ahead, go ahead with this British
7: story. A YouGov poll, which spoke to more than two thousand people, found more than ten percent of people had attempted DIY dentistry, with more than half of these having carried it out in the last year. Oh wow! I think our co-host did DIY. Yeah, there.
3: yeah. So they're 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 pulling their own teeth. <laughs> Yeah. see th- now I got I'm not gonna lie. I always said how weird you were for pulling your own teeth but there's like 10% of Englanders. you actually okay. thought that was weird? Yeah, I think that's one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever heard Do you yeah, think it's
8: pretty weird Do you think there's like a lot of um people f- in America
6: that do that I don't know if it's weird Dude. it's more disturbing than weird
3: Yeah because like really well, yeah.
8: so, uh, so what Im- did you want me to do? I had to do it
6: go to the dentist.
8: Yeah, I can't sp- go to the dentist. Why? Yeah. why? I'm a poverty child. Don't I pay can't your bills.
6: Just- uh, it's easy as that.
3: Yeah, no. but like, but orthodontia is like like ten grand. They, it doesn't even insurance. Even if you, but even if you have insurance, you're still spending all kinds of money on it. Yeah.
6: And we didn't have yeah. insurance at all. No, Not even I, health insurance. I, I, I Not dental right. insurance. Don't even, then don't pay it.
3: Yeah. Plus, so. you know, plus you know how like poor people are usually dumb. So that's yeah. probably why wow. the reason they didn't have money is because Timmy, they mm. knew Timmy was going to be poor.
6: Honestly, <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 I feel like you could have been on like one of those commercials, help a child for a dollar a day. Oh yeah. Get Are your you s- cleft palate fixed or whatever.
3: Well, it wasn't a cleft palate. What did you have? Like you had a you have a short mouth, right? No,
8: I had teeth growing on top of my teeth. Yeah, yeah. So you and had like so crowding. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I ripped out the teeth that were in the way. And why is
3: that funny? I don't. I, don't, get it. I find that to be very strange. <laughs> why? I, it's logical. You I, have I, teeth in the way, so you rip them out. Okay, but I can't imagine. See, here's the thing: where I, I joke on you about being weird, but yeah. like the amount of pain that you would yeah. go through. In yes, to, yeah. I like, almost passed out when, when my tooth, when my teeth, as a kid, when they would start to get loose or whatever. I couldn't handle no. that pain. No, and you know, those were like, teeth that were coming out on purpose. You know what was wild is I
8: pulled one tooth and it hurt so bad that I couldn't do the, that next tooth the, the same day. Uh-huh. I had to wait a week because my <laughs> mouth was in so much pain and this so asshole,
3: This asshole scheduled a dentist appointment with himself. I said, I can't today. I can't today. <laughs> I'm a little busy right now. No, no. Come back. <laughs> I know, in terms of supervision, nobody knew no, I no was, was going was doing on. It, No. What about the child who's bleeding profusely? There
2: was
3: no home. <laughs> you There was no one home. Oh, but you were in the you were in the home alone screaming. Uh, my siblings but, were there. Yeah, but I'm I... saying you're screaming, right? You yeah. were you weren't not making all
8: kinds of noise. Uh not screaming as bad as the time I zippered my ball sack <laughs> in my pants. Okay. But cool.
4: It was loud.
8: Sure. Audible. Parent,
4: parents didn't pay attention to kids back then. Yeah. I, I re I I took a piece of thread. Twine wrapped it around about a we, we have, all
3: know we all know this it was on an episode of Family Matters Norma
4: what <laughs> you
2: tie
3: you tie string around your tooth and you shut the door
4: no it was a wart on my knee oh
3: how big was this okay. wart oh, you tied yeah. a rope is...
8: around a wart oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You pulled your teeth so, out. I tied a string around a no, I grabbed a
3: I grabbed a rancher's
8: bull rope. Who the hell has a wart on their knee? Oh my god. It, I almost
4: bled to death.
3: Alright. Yeah, you I imagine. Norma. Norma, I'm turning off your microphone. <laughs> don't do th- I don't know. I thought that was good I content. Did, honestly. I'm, I'm done with Norma's she's talking Who the about. The has a she wart did the tooth the trick knee. with a rope on a her knee wart. for a wart.
6: What the heck?
3: I am so confused. I think Honestly, she got it wrong.
6: I think you're supposed to uh, <clears throat> tie it around to break the blood supply and just keep getting it tighter. Oh yeah, yeah like, like like a yeah, skin tag, like, like how you how you castrate She's, a bull. Yeah, she yeah. thought you were supposed to just rip it out from For the,
3: the door. roots. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Wait, I have a
8: giant war on my toe. Maybe I should do this.
3: I'm trying to think. I don't know of any like self care that i've done because i don't have health insurance uh, brad this is don geronimo i'm not sure if
7: care is the right word
3: oh it's uh world famous cis shockey don geronimo yes don how uh, are you
0: today brad this is don
3: geronimo yes i heard you the first time don are you talking because i turned off norma's microphone don are you dead i think don geronimo <laughs> dead
6: I will remember. You, heard
3: a, you, heard a, you, heard you Yeah, I'm trying to think of I heard the voice of Don Drama.
6: Self-inflicted pain I've ever done on myself. Uh, maybe I'm just a wuss. I know I've said this I before. I could never do that.
8: But I do have permanent numbness on the roof of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. I know I did say that before, my, but <clears throat> I, I wanted to reiterate that. Yeah,
6: but that is that really a big deal? No. No. no, no, yeah.
8: Hot chocolate. Don't have to wait till it's cold. It's kind of like in Mister Deeds where
3: he could stab himself in the foot. And hot chocolate's it. overrated, by the
8: way. Yeah, I don't. If you're still drinking hot chocolate above
6: twenty, I don't know the last time I've had a hot drink. I drink hot coffee every morning. I don't. I don't I, drink. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't coffee. like hot drinks. I'll I'll drink a hot tea when my
0: voice is.
3: I actually yeah. really should. I oh, used yeah, to your drink. Your voice hot, tired please, from all the interviews you've you
0: Norma. Uh, maybe you should rethink. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Don. What was that?
3: Look at Nor- Norma's tried. I turned her microphone off, and she's still interrupting the show and stopping it.
6: It is impressive. I'll give her that. I am not pleased with the way you. I, th- I just want to know. Think. I want to know how this happened. Like how you tie a rope around a, a, a wart. War.
3: Don Dranimo, maybe could- she. Wait, hold on. Could world famous uh, disc jockey and host of the Donna Mike Show, Don Dranimo, could you please explain Norma's uh, Norma's kneecap injury? Feel free to take your time. We'll co- we'll continue on with the show.
0: What's like the You mo- get a very thin wire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I already don't like the story. A, you get a thin wire.
3: I feel like you could probably tell us more at a time. As opposed to these very long, awkward pauses in between lines. It's like when I send many text messages in the group chat.
8: Does it bother you when no one responds to those, by the way? No. Put <laughs> so much effort in typing mm, this whole thing out, and I'm nah. just like, All right. it's
6: always when I'm in the <clears> most <throat> awkward place that he just sends 35 uh Voice messages. Well, it's, it's like always do,
8: when I'm in the car listen. and I'm
6: driving and it keeps popping up, popping up, popping <laughs> yeah, up. at least you're always alone. Right. No, I'm, I'm always with somebody. I'm always yeah, with my girlfriend well, who he...
8: goes, Who goes? What is he saying?
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm and always to making it. out. I've got Brad's voice in the background as I'm trying to make out.
3: There you go. I, uh, make out. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Gabe's been slinging some posts lately. You didn't know that, but
8: wait, he's been slinging what? You're supposed S- to be slinging. Dick. Sling. No, not. Sl- I said sling not Oh, slinging. I thought
3: you said slinging All this hate mail is good publicity for me Alright, anyways Gabe we're, What were we even talking
0: about? Oh, dental, uh, dental, dental surgery course, Self-inflicted dental, dental surgery You wrap it tight around the wart <laughs> And then squeeze until the wart Begins to tear away Then you have to start pulling the wart up uh, So that you can be sure to get all of the deep roots out
7: <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Okay, very uncomfortable. <laughs> <next>? That's horrifying. <laughs> you have to
6: lie. play that one more time for the you, you have to. The problem right. is, we started going to the next sec- segment. and <sighs> Yeah,
3: all right. Well, hold on. Hold on, Don. Could you just repeat that one more time? Uh, Timmy says he needs it there one more time. There was a lot of blood. Gabe, <laughs> 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 okay, do the next story, for God's sake. Please.
7: From CNN News out of Hong Kong, China. Fake. Fake news. A strange object found in a school meal in China was the head of a rat. Chinese authorities have concluded overturning previous official reassurances that it was duck neck in the latest twist to a food safety scandal that gripped the nation.
3: Hold from- on, my, my ethnic Chinese music was playing. <laughs> Can it,
6: I did not hear that? Because he just seamlessly kept yeah, talking. Yeah, I know.
3: It's like, he was talking over it, but I spent, I don't hear it. I spent oh, okay, that, I that spent almost sense. 90 minutes with this. Okay, hold on.
6: Go ahead, Gabe. Can't believe I'm wearing the
3: Fuhrer,
7: here. The I know. Fuhrer has also exposed deep levels of public distrust in Chinese local governments, whose attempts to cover up negative news have often backfired. I saw the in a video he That's posted so on Chinese social media. The student picked up the dark hair. If you do not get the roots from scops-
0: the wart out, they will reproduce uh, under the skin, and a larger wart will resurface <laughs> in just uh, matters of weeks.
2: <laughs> What the- Now I know
7: why Mike <laughs> had a falling out with you, Don. <laughs> no one should be able to. Uh-oh.
3: No one should have to put up with this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Did you ever think you're going to talk to world famous disc jockey and host of the Don and Mike show about his uh, wart <laughs> Norma's wart knee removal,
0: knee wart
3: <laughs> removal? It's important to get it out by the roots. <laughs> pull it out by the root. Gabe, <laughs> okay, try try again with the news, but.
7: In a video posted on Chinese social media, the student picked up a dark hairy object with his chopsticks
3: and complained to the canteen
7: My staff. My ex-wife used did. to pick up dark hairy <laughs> objects. Toronto
0: <John Geronimo laughs> gave this news. Uh, sucks.
3: Yes, yeah, finally something I could get behind. Yeah, everybody's stepping on it. I'll just leave it go. Matt knew what the joke was going to be. I was laughing inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deep down.
7: This is duck meat, a female staffer replied. Isn't this rat's teeth? The student said. Turning is the this, object to reveal the tiny white pieces. In is the this duck and meat, or is that just what
3: you tell all the girls, Gabe? What was that? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Go ahead, bud. This is duck meat. Duck meat. The staffer insisted. How could there be teeth in duck meat? Ugh.
3: Ugh. I didn't hear the teeth
6: part. This is when a did mad it story?
3: When did it say there was teeth in it? <clears throat> Since forever. Because oh, okay. it was a rat. There's a rat in your unit. There's a rat. You ever see uh No. Oh, The Departed? You never seen the Departed? Oh, 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 The Departed to me. Too long Mm -hmm. of a movie. I have a very small attendance fan. It's funny because that movie is a good movie, but that it's very it's completely dated in its time because the whole thing is about being able to do T9 without looking. Like there's all kinds of like espionage happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. like all these all these guys are able to text each other without looking at their phone behind. Like oh,
0: okay. they're all like doing... to remove the wart with teeth. But again, you must <laughs> oh, I repeat must get all of the roots extracted. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> my leg is in so much pain right Who's now. Whose teeth? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what
7: you're
3: talking about. Can you
6: touch or your knee he's... with your with your mouth?
3: No, uh, not a chance. I, I, I suppose if I could, I would never leave the house. You know what I'm saying. <laughs>
6: Would you if you could? Matt. Suck my own dick? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah did, of, of course. I just of course. Kiss you must my be dick. very flexible. Nice. <laughs> I am very flexible. <laughs> I'm pretty close. You must be very flexible. I don't, don't want to see it. Verify, Verify it. I don't want to see it. I, it.
3: See it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I know I, I always wanted to do a show with Don Geronimo, and now I'm completely regretting it. <laughs> I'll kiss your niece. <laughs> what? I'm horrified. <laughs> see,
8: he's just a weird guy sometimes. Yes, he's really he's weird. Very weird All guy. Well, it's a good thing I didn't meet Weez, huh?
6: It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Gabe. I told my dad I was going to call him after the show.
2: <laughs> I know. I, I, uh.
6: <laughs> oh man, that's right.
8: I'm going to go home. My dad's going to be like, "So hey, hold on, this, what was he like?" All right, hold on
3: now. Now, how many people did you tell that you were going to be interviewing Weeze today? Four. Tim. Four. Uh, and Matt, just my, just my, just just my girlfriend's
8: my girlfriend's family was listening. I
6: was going to put the picture on like Instagram, get kind of get some people to say, "Hey, what happened?" And I was going to promote the show. Now, guess what? No promotion. And you know what? And y- yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Like no a lot promotion. of people
8: were, who don't normally listen to the show was going to listen yep. to it because I was going to be talking
6: yep. to Wheeze Yep, at least four people. At least four people. <laughs> <laughs> what the guess who didn't talk to Wheeze You or I? <laughs> <laughs> guess who's not going to listen to the show? You or I. Guess who's not going to call their dad? <laughs> I'm going to tell my Norma dad. has
0: told me that she thoroughly enjoyed the interview with Brother Weeze.
3: <laughs> Shut up, Don. Don, you're
0: Shut killing up, it. Up, you know, see,
3: the problem is that Don's a narcissist, so he's like trying to make Honestly, the show all about himself. As we're trying to do the news. This should be how
8: the show's done all the time, honestly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With Don Geronimo in the other room?
7: (laughs) (laughs) This is like AI Don. I would love it (laughs) if this is how we're going to do this from now on. All right, Gabe, go ahead. Chinese authorities have since tightened regulations and carried out periodic crackdowns. Tightened
3: regulations and tightened my pants. You know what I'm saying?
8: Give yourself a A car crash. That was bad. That was bad. No, show some accountability and play yourself a card crash. <laughs> I'm
0: simply trying to defend the number one co host, Norma. Oh my God, I hate Don Geronimo right yeah. now. Don Geronimo, Don Geronimo is the worst. I hate all of you.
6: <laughs> Tim's very disgruntled right Dave's now. He's still holding on to this story about some yeah, keep,
3: monkey rat. I, I haven't
6: heard the next button yet.
3: Well, he's, next. There's a lot of rats in China. <laughs> They're all care. That's where they manufactured the they manufactured the coronavirus, the the Chinese virus. They gave it to the rats. You got to clean up the rats over there. There's too many rats. They're big. They're giant. They're huge rats. The biggest rats you've ever seen. They're all in China. Go ahead, Gabe. I rat my pants.
7: From USA Today, out of Daytona Beach, Florida, a three and a half year old child having difficulty getting potty trained was brought to a Florida Public Safety Department on successive days last October and placed in jail. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> Matt didn't even say anything he's just
6: very no, t- he's what like, happened you know, was I, I just realized Gabe reads this off of his <laughs> four and a half inch I know it drives me crazy screen. I know
7: I go I trust me you do not want me reading it off a paper copy why I, I'm i worse than Tim when it comes to fidgeting
3: you will hear a full oh, oh but I can also turn your channel off but whatever anyways yeah. So on the, no, the second I'm not occasion scroll back to a spot. Yeah, I know. See, you know, Norma when Norma would do the news, she would do it on her tablet or her yeah. computer. Tablet. Why?
0: Why are we doing this on your phone? The next story is out of Rochester, New York. VLR <laughs> has just done the interview of a lifetime with Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame host Brother Weed. <laughs> this is Don Geronimo. I think we know that it's Don Geronimo
3: at this point.
7: <laughs> Go ahead, Gabe. On the second occasion, October 6th. The child was
3: also handcuffed. He was crying. Wait, this kid, I was this kid's been handcuffed twice for him. crapping himself. What was that? Are you saying this kid's had two incidences where he got he got detained for crapping you himself? He got detained for this crapping is an old things. story,
6: too. October 6th. How dare you? October.
3: What did I tell you, Gabe? I told yeah, you I know. you have to be careful with the copy because they'll be tempted to mention the date of the story when you do it. Uh, anyways.
6: We don't have any stories that happened within the past week? None that are cool apparently. <laughs> I got one. How about I screwed my design. friends over
0: and interviewed a celebrity
3: <laughs> without them? Breaking
0: uh, news. All right, so you you might know more about the story then because wow. I had- just think what would happen to the kid if he shot
6: someone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> <What the> hell- <laughs> This is
8: how the show should always
6: be done.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Listen, we we found our stride, guys. <laughs> the, the best part about this is I have no idea how this is happening. Me either. typing it. Yeah, I have no idea. I thought originally she had a microphone that was just changing her voice, but now it's some sort of a text to chat AI. It's really cool though because I'll
0: I love say that. it. This, this is, is great.
3: What? <laughs> Don don't forget your punctuation. Otherwise, you won't pronounce your <laughs> words correctly. Oh, no, it's phenomenal because
8: it's this like there's a man behind the curtain. There's a Norma behind the curtain as a word.
3: <laughs> well, so I was going to ask you, so this kid, how many Shut times? Shut F up, Brad. Whoa. Hey, whoa. Johnny <laughs> boys. on. Somebody's found their key- sea legs behind the keyboard. <laughs> you should have seen her before we started. She, like, could not figure out the keyboard. It's just because uh, it's not a full-size one. Oh, okay. It's one of the little ones. Anyways. Um, like a uh, stenographer. <clears throat> no, stenographer? No, no. It's uh, it's just a blue. You know, the Bluetooth ones are, like, shorter. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't have the whole. can f-
6: figure that out. Probably just doesn't have the. It was taking forever. Dude. Arrow keys. She's
3: been, pra- she's been practicing all afternoon. <laughs> all afternoon, except for that nap of the margarita in the interview with Brother <laughs> Wee. She's been practicing being dandronymal. Yeah. Um, so what I was saying, the the kid got arrested or
0: detained or I, think ha- I will join some internet chats and start catfishing. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, so he was brought down to public safety department uh-huh. and he
6: was
3: handcuffed on the second occasion.
6: Is there a difference between like public safety? And I feel like you have to
3: be software. doing more than just pooping yourself in order to get handcuffed, like. Yeah, In I sharted world, yes. I sharded on my own. I sharded <laughs> on the couch like two weeks ago. Fat
4: boss, what to
3: do? You know,
7: you forget yeah. that the story
3: comes out of Florida. Oh, that's true.
7: He so, was crying. I was getting the response I expected from him. Lieutenant Michael Schoenbrod <laughs> told the Department of Children and Families. C- Wait, what's
3: <laughs> his is this,
6: name? Is this like a scared straight? S-
3: yeah, scared. seriously. Uh, his name is Michael Schoenbrod Oh, I think I, I think I found the reason. Shove abroad. No, I think I found the name
6: People is. People in Florida don't crap or what? What the hell? Reel it in. Wow, man. Don- I'm going to have to turn Don Deronimo off too. Yeah, that Jeez. was. that. Okay, strike one, Donnie. <laughs> that was strike one. Michael Schoenbrod. I think our problem here <laughs> is that he
3: might be a little, this cop might be a little right leaning. <laughs>
2: he might be a
3: bit of a Nazi. Is he skinhead? Schoenbrod is a German name. He's probably
6: bald. Yeah,
3: yeah. Florida neo Nazi. Yep.
7: <clears throat> Keep going, Gabe oh. However, the boy did promise to never poop his pants again. Showenbroad told the interview. <laughs> it is unclear whether Showenbroad and, and another high-ranking Daytona Beach Shores officer, Detective Sergeant Jessica Long, this went Broad. all the way to the top, guys.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Rapist? Nah. No, we got a three-year-old is hey, who's crapping. Who's that two-year-old? The boy
0: crap in their face. <laughs> <laughs>
6: The best part is we have no warning, so we don't yeah, know what exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scared the crap out of that boy. All right, go ahead, Gabe. It is unclear whether the
7: detective sergeant who brought the child to the jail. They got a detective and a lieutenant
3: involved, dude. How was work today, sweetie? Oh, you want to know the kind of things I saw today, yeah. honey? I was working. I was working the beat, and I had to deal with a <laughs> with a dirty diaper. We
8: got a call of a man who shot four people in the mall. I, God, couldn't, I couldn't go.
3: I couldn't make it. I was too busy wrangling the three-year-old that crapped himself. <laughs> little Johnny Johnson over there kept
8: pooping his little
6: pants. You know what? I say? just see him in the interrogation room with the the lights shining at the three-year-old.
3: <laughs> what did you do? I want you to promise me you'll never crap yourself again.
8: Did you poop? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I smell it. <laughs> you smell like crap. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Gave one day we're going to finish this story.
2: I promise.
0: <laughs> I'm
6: still so, dude, waiting for whether this is satire or not.
0: How old was this kid? Someone needs to check his dad's underwear.
3: Why would oh, Don? <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. Don, <laughs> Don, why do we have to check his dad's underwear? Yeah. See, when I poop my pants, my pants are soiled, not my dad's. <laughs> yeah, I don't poop Brad's pants.
0: <laughs>
3: Don's an idiot. Yeah, Don, Don is Don an idiot. Don sucks.
0: Gabe, please. i glad Weez wasn't here for Don. His dad probably craps his pants, too.
8: (laughs) (laughs) It's a genetic thing. Why can't it be a mom? Why do you got to go right for the dad?
6: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Spiteful? All right, Gabe, go ahead. Did Did you know... uh, Spiteful, bro. Pick him up. up. Hold on, never mind. All right.
7: The Daytona Beach News Journal, part of the USA Today Network, has obtained copies of memos written by public safety director. (laughs) This is a
3: really big deal. (laughs)
6: <laughs> did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? Oh, don't don't uh, steal my joke. No. No, go ahead. Uh, run- now
3: he's... Now he... See what he did? He blew your punchline by telling me that it's um, a joke. It runs in your jeans. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought it was wow. very evident that it was wow. a
6: joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a joke. Let me get the punchline out. Yeah, don't just say, oh, you ruined You stole my joke. If you, if you draw attention to the fact that <laughs> this it's is a joke. my favorite one. It's my go-to. Then the, why ju- didn't you say it? Yeah. Hmm. Good point. Because you, know, you didn't think of it, because it's you not know. your go-to, it's my go-to. You know,
3: I'm glad I wasn't
6: here. I'm the second chair. Running
3: in the jeans. Gabe, please finish <laughs> the story. Holy God.
7: But the results of any such investigation have not yet been made public. They're
6: investigating it? <laughs> <laughs> no, What's the no, investigation? <laughs> I mean,
0: we, we are uh, lucky that the oh. joke is the only thing uh, he Standards. blew.
3: Again, Don, you're 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 not going to pronounce your words correctly if you don't punctuate the sentences correctly. What did you say? Matt? What did you say, Matt?
0: There when it r- comes to Timmy, we are uh, lucky that the joke is the only thing uh, he blew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, that was a monkey better <laughs> like a I'm not gonna lie. I love it. Come on, man,
8: dude. I need to deal team. with pooping
6: pee man the money! Oh, <laughs> Alright, All right. next.
3: Well, it's not next. He hasn't finished the damn... So what happened?
7: He sent it in an email of Tuesday. He is consulting with the city attorney before commenting. Okay, the thank end.
3: you. Alright, the end. Alright, now, here's something that you guys both didn't expect. Gabe? Yes, ma'am. Are you ready?
6: I'm ready. Alright, let me get his ready. brother Weez doesn't walk through that damn door. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a video of him with his tits out or something. <laughs>
8: Like the last surprise you had. All right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. All right. Hey, Matt.
3: Hey, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, he shoves a a donkey dick down his throat.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't even be bad at that point. All right. So this
3: is actually Gabe's idea. We all know how much you guys. Wow. Tim wants to see Brother Weez's tits. (laughs) (laughs) We all know how much you guys dislike the news segment. Yes. And so Gabe wanted to make sure you were paying attention. Okay. Gabe go ahead Alright kids Question number one There's
7: What was a pop the rat's quiz. head officially deemed to be By Chinese authorities Say that again a. What was the rat's head officially deemed okay. to be By Chinese authorities Was it A a chicken head B a duck head C an overcooked carrot Or D a cow tail Cow tail
8: It was B duck
3: Their correct answer Donald is Trump's B statue. duck
7: head and
3: Uh Tim, you said duckhead, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so Tim's in the lead. Tim has one. Go ahead with the next one. Question number two What percentage of
7: pollsters attempted at home dentistry? All of England. Okay, Matt said all of England. <clears throat> Is it letter A, 26%, B, over 10%, C, well, less than 17%, or D, less than the 4%? stupid ones? <laughs> <laughs> what was the first option? Uh
3: twenty six percent. I have no idea. I just remember all of England. Greater than ten percent was the answer. No. That's that was the the number according to the article. Alright, so Tim's in the lead with one point, Gabe. Go ahead. Question
7: number three. For the story, where did Tom Brady post his condolences? Was it A TikTok? B Instagram? C Twitter or D
6: Facebook? Twitter. It was Instagram. Oh, Tim probably follows his Twitter. Tim, Tim has it correct. Or his it is Instagram.
3: <clears throat> and uh, third question, Tim, you got two points to Matt's. Matt really does. He's not talking crap when he says he doesn't pay attention. to no. the news. he actually doesn't pay attention.
6: I think halfway through the to Tom Brady story, to <laughs> I noticed you had a friend named Topher, and I was wondering who the hell has a friend named Topher. <laughs> oh, well, I've it's, never heard. Of, well, it's I've tr- never met a person because he Topher. didn't want to be called Chris. He's a Christopher. Uh, so he oh. So Topher. Is that how that works?
8: Yeah. Some people say they are going to call me Moth instead of Tim. It'd be Mothy. Yeah. It could be Moth. It could be Mothy. No, it
6: wouldn't be Moth. It'd be Mothy. They should have called Better you... Better than <laughs> <laughs> I hate Dodgeronimo!
3: I hate Dodgeronimo!
8: Man, his retirement gig is really... Really <laughs> a step back.
3: Yeah, I know. The front room of BLR <laughs> Studios. <laughs> All right. Gabe, what's our third question? Question number four is how old
7: was the kid who was arrested in the last story? Was it a a five years old, two years old, an infant, or three and a half Uh, years old? Three and a half.
8: It was three and a half.
3: What's the correct answer, Gabe? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was you.
7: Uh, correct answer is D. Three and a half years old.
3: Yep. All right. So Tim's got three points and Matt has one. I think we have one last question, right? Yes, sir. By the way, when we questions. do this, when we do not this, old
0: enough to kick his parents' asses for having him
2: arrested.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's right. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Gabe, next week we got to do five so that it's not an even amount. Right? Five <laughs> uh, questions. Was... You just don't know how to count. Oh, sorry. Go ahead with the next one. Well, somebody's question all number... snippy. They didn't get to yeah. talk to Weezy too. Please. <laughs>
7: Question number five. What was he arrested for? Was it a throwing temper tantrums, B pooping his pants, C breaking a vase,
6: or D playing with scissors?
8: Pooping his pants. Crapping
6: his pants. All right. You are both correct. Tim's got four, Matt has two. See, we pay attention. Yeah, there you go.
3: Is that how many more questions we got? Uh zero.
0: That is the end of the test. He was arrested for being born to idiots. <laughs>
3: No, didn't I just say we need to have five so we don't have an even amount? And then I he think said he we asked had more? one more there than you five.
8: actually. He asked one more than you counted.
3: Oh, you might. Okay. Nobody got question off. two correct. Yeah, All right, well, The one
8: I got wrong is the one you didn't count.
3: Okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm a real big idiot. Yep. Yeah, you really suck. Checks out. <laughs> Survey says. Survey
2: ding, says.
3: That's <laughs> so the number one answer. Congratulations to Tim, who actually does pay attention to our news he game. He finally admits it. Thank you, Tim. I, I appreciate it. It's been a long weekend for I, me. Shut up. Don is the worst co host I've ever had. The only reason why I pay attention is because I'm
8: trying
6: to be funny. Okay? Yeah.
3: That's, th- thank you. That's the point. See that, see, Tim, I don't actually care about anything Tim you say. It. The problem is it. you
6: have to try to be funny. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Desperately. Are you going to take that?
8: And honestly, it's like a baseball average. <sighs> like, I fail more often than Tim I get on hard. base.
6: Yeah. As far as humor goes. How often do I strike out? Tim, try harder. Do I strike out a lot? Well, now it's, that sounded so sensual, weird. Don.
3: <laughs> that <laughs> sounded sensual. I don't know if I like that. You know, Don. You can always say it again, and it might come out differently. Um, oh, oh, wait. Tim, try harder. There you see that sounded better. Yeah, that was a good one. Tim, Tim. try harder. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Tim, try harder.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Stop>. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Don. I want you to say something very sexy to, to Timmy, and we'll try it a few times. Okay. Um, let <laughs> me. I, I just want to get the right mood music going. All right, go ahead, Don. I want you to talk sweet, sweet nothings to Timmy. The name, the name of this album is "Getting Off." <laughs> I know every word. And you know, Don, you don't need to be too explicit. Tim, but- I want to handcuff you, so very slowly,
0: crap your pants, please. <laughs> good callback. Um, that's a good callback. Tim, I want to handcuff you, so very slowly, crap your pants, please. <laughs> that's <was> good. Yeah. <laughs> so very slowly, Tim, I want to handcuff you, so very slowly, crap your pants, please. I like how slowly makes it creepy. Tim, Honestly, you, so very slowly, crap your pants, please.
3: <laughs> I think, but I don't. That doesn't. Isn't it so that you'll very slowly? What is? No, that? no, no.
8: It's a callback to the last news article uh-huh. where the kid got arrested for crapping his pants so she wants me to crap my pants so I can be put in handcuffs. She, you mean Don? Don, sorry. Yeah,
3: Don wants you to... Donnie Marie or Yeah, I'm talking about the syntax seems weird. Don, say it one more time. Tim, I want to
0: handcuff you. So very slow, like crap your pants, please.
3: So very slow, like Yeah, cra- why do you have to yeah. slowly crap your
0: pants? Yeah, that's what pants. I was
8: saying. That's creepy. Because it's like she wants to... Or Don wants to watch it come out. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, There's something about the bulging <laughs> of Very these. slowly
6: crap your pants. Please. I don't have to worry about my you know dad. No, but isn't he saying so? Like, yeah, so very slowly crap- So? Isn't it so that you'll very slowly My crap dad's your gonna look p- no, this no, no, episode no, no. up. No, no,
2: no, yeah. no, It was- I
6: I want to handcuff you so, because I want to handcuff you, very slowly crap your pants. Oh, so that I yeah. can.
3: So, so, comma. Yeah. Yeah. Very slowly, crap your pants. Yeah, I'm kind of retarded. Okay, no, right,
6: I right. I want to handcuff you, comma. So crap your pants, please. <laughs> yeah,
3: but so is comma. So Tim, no, no,
5: no, handcuffs. no, so is. crap your pants.
0: Slowly, crap your pants, please. Tim, I want to handcuff you. So sorry, slowly, crap your pants, please. <laughs>
2: Same
8: no
0: episode we
7: have power. a legendary <laughs> Hall of Famer in Tim, I want to handcuff you. We did
0: it, we did Slowly crap your pants, please.
6: <laughs> I don't know what's going on.
3: Oh no, Don. This Don, I think you've lost your mind. This is this is the end for Don Geronimo, I think. Uh Gabe, thank you very much for the news. Yeah, thanks, Gabe. Um what do you uh what do you have to say? Uh, Now, if you were, I'm Don Geronimo. No, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking to you, Don. Timmy, you said you were. You loaded up a couple questions in the chamber. What? I'll tell you whether or not we covered it in the interview.
8: Um, essentially, I just wanted to to really kind of discuss his Vietnam experience a little bit. Okay, covered it. Okay. Yeah, it. We covered Um, it. Definitely covered. Also, I was kind of interested in, in, in hearing whether or not he ever thought about kind of like leaving the area, because that's kind of a thing that happens with a lot of talent is they kind of covered moderate. that. Yeah,
3: yeah, cool. Covered. Talked, oh, about, talked I'm glad, about. It's glad to know that I would've added literally nothing to the show <laughs> if How I was here. Know about
6: strippers and cocaine.
3: Yeah, I didn't cover the strippers and cocaine. Um, I would do the next time. Yeah. We'll They're see we'll you go. later, scumbags.
0: He even asked there Brad has- if Brad was gay. <laughs>